Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 80 uh, for this Saturday, April 18th. Um, we still need a catchphrase. Chris never finishes games. <laughs> That's good, crispy. RPG Cast, where I never finish games and talk like a light That's station like- announcer. That's right. It's <laughs> RPG Cast 80.8. We're bringing the hits to you. Sleepy. Sleepy dungeon crawls <laughs> coming at you every morning. What? Smooth. <laughs> they okay, put you to sleep to faster than Azure Dreams on the PlayStation. This is what we're going to get for it. What? You don't get to buy new equipment anymore. This is how we're going <laughs> to get. get. Dude, I got my new tube mic amp. I love this warm sound. It's awesome. Warm sound. Warm sound. Well, it's it's an audio thing. It uh-huh. warms the cockles. <laughs> it warms the co- yeah, it warms the cockles. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and I got a <laughs> limiter, so now when I laugh, it shouldn't sound like the needles. Exploding. Shouldn't sound like a nerd. Well, no, it'll still sound like a nerd. Just okay, good. Not as terrible all, sounding yeah. of a nerd. <laughs> Technology's not that far. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Technology is. will no add voice fonts to make them sound cool and awesome. Yes. No, we don't. We don't do voice fonts. We, we need the Barry White voice font. That's we, what we, need. we let those die. <laughs> <laughs> those, those went away years ago. We're done with voice font. No way. They're totally going to like be that an voice RP. masking stuff they tried to do on Xbox Live. Yes, well, <laughs> we don't need that. Oh, so welcome. I've got a. Uh, let's see. What have I got? A panel of people. A panel yes, usually, of per- usually how we start. Just people like uh, Michael Tidwell, president of RP Gamer. That would be me. I may sound a little rough. I had too much fun playing uh, Shout at the Mariners. Yes. <laughs> That must have been fun. I want to go to the It was game. awesome. And I we really won. To go to I, mean, baseball game. I went uh I went to five games last year and we only won one. And I'm one for one this year. Oh. A nice improvement. Well yeah, we're also like eight and three, so it works out a little better. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Uh we've also got someone who isn't on very often anymore, Adrian Denauden, review person head leader. <laughs> Editor. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't have a job title. I'm just sort of a random skew, a random assortment of words these days. So uh, call me what you want. We, we don't really, we don't assign titles. job titles. We we just assign you tags. It's like a social networking. We just, oh, just tag I your job. Thought you just told me to do some work, and I did it. Yeah, pretty I much. Thought, yeah. I, I kind of thought that was what I did. Yeah, that works. Anyways, hey everyone, I'm here. Hey hey, we've got uh, Victor Belbion. <laughs> hey, I am a sickly cat sword. Yeah, I've got... Michael has bad news about the cat sword. I do. What happened to the cat sword, Michael? I had to change it. It's not a cat sword anymore. I I think you're done with that game. If you can't have the cat sword, you need to get rid of it. Dude, the justice sword has so much more power to it. As soon as I realize I can make these legendary weapons from the tablets, I'm like, oh, well, I'm sorry, cat sword, but this is going to be awesome. You had a cat sword, and you got rid of it. Yeah. I had what forty six power with the cat sword, and the new sword is like one hundred and forty nine power. So yeah, I but think it's I not a cat sword. sword. I don't think it's can, a cat sword. Oh, no, 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 no. We 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 discussed this earlier, and we were going to save it. We're going to have the katana. Ooh, oh, ooh, the katana. <laughs> I will I will accept the katana. Okay, okay, I'm good. Okay the katana, I can handle. <laughs> it better be really strong. 
right. um, probably not, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. It's a katana. <laughs> it's a katana. What more do you want from it? <laughs> how many how many weeks of titles can I get out of this game? Is what I want to know. You're gonna finish. I'm just gonna be disappointed because I'm gonna have to think of think up of titles again. Oh, and finally, but not least, we have Annemarie Neufeld. Um, Odd Jobber. Again, not really. Foral Madman. <laughs> All right. Her tags would be Foral Madman, Reviews, yes, the General Pesking, uh, Pestering, rather. What? General. She pesters people to get them to do stuff, like who aren't thinking they need to do stuff. She pesters you. Well, everybody pesters you. Right, Everyone pesters me. That's, yeah, that's not a true. special title. Hi, Anna. Hello. <laughs> so she's there. I was worried she left. <laughs> she she's like final t- tag. <laughs> retired, apparently. <laughs> I think all our titles should come from uh, James Bond villains. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. She's odd job. And what would you be then? Um, Jaws. I, know, I like Jaws. Jaws. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> They both want to be Jaws. Everybody wants to be Jaws. No, uh, no Kiro should be Jaws, for sure. Michael's Dr. No, because he doesn't want to, to do Dr. anything. No. There's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I am. I don't think I want to know what I am. You're you're the crony that dies in the first five minutes. I have a lot of cats around me, so does that mean I'm... Well, never mind. All right. You can figure that one out in your head. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. <laughs> Wow, best intro ever. (laughs) That didn't take them long. All right, our show is jam-packed with mediocrity for you this week. We've got our four-minute warning section with, uh, well, it's not our four-minute warning section. We've got our not-quite-four-minutes section of warning that isn't anything like the one-up one, so don't think or sue us, one-up people. Um, We've got the... But it's it's a stolen segment. We've got reviews of <laughs> Dokapon Journey. We've got news about at least he's a, open about it. News about a lot of stuff like oh some <laughs> crap that happened this week. Final Fantasy thirteen stuff like I that. don't even know I don't what know. the four minute warning is. I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm like, apparently it's random collection of comments. Well, yeah. It would be more four minutes if I had more time to prepare this morning, but I didn't. It'd be more four minutes if you didn't have, like, 13 of them, too. Yeah, th- there shouldn't be 13 of them, because that would be <laughs> an hour and a half of four-minute warning, which isn't right. I'm just looking for We're not doing all of those. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a terrible show this far. We've got news about Final Fantasy VII, 13, Valkyrie Chronicles, and, um, I don't know, Valhalla Nights. <laughs> Because we always wanted to know more about Valhalla Nights, right? We're running out of stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe not so much. All right. So let's start with... Can you guess? I'm guessing the first news story. The first news story? No, news isn't at the front anymore. Darn. I was just hoping... So feedback! <laughs> Feedback's what we do first. But we don't have any. Well, if we're going to have a lot about this episode... Yes, you guys are very, very so bad. Continue. Let's prepare for next week. People like the ShamWow. One guy complained that um that I said too much of the ShamWow commercial. Did you guys feel that? Yes. Uh, but it was ShamWow. You'll say wow every time. I don't I don't know what... I thought you dragged it on. Let's get right back into it. <laughs> I think if I do it every week I until he stops so complaining, it'll be better. I have to keep talking about it, apparently. 
Okay. Well, then he Go. quotes it in his post is my favorite part. Are you following me, Mr. Camera Guy? <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> Reeton enjoyed it. So I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> it didn't really... Yeah. So let's see. Uh, Anna is... Well, we're not going to say that. <laughs> Sorry, Anna got some Anna got some bad feedback in the mail about a comment she made earlier in the show last week. Oh, <laughs> should I actually explain the reference? I I don't even understand it. I think this guy's just weird. She said something about uh, mentally retarded. Then I corrected her, and then she said something about Obama. And I don't know what the heck was going on anymore. Somehow that um, makes her bad. No, all like, huh? Well, I, I called something retarded, and Chris corrected me. And the flipping comment that I made was, sorry, Mr. Obama, because about a month ago, um, Obama uh, made a comment about the fact that his bowling was Special Olympics. And the Special Olympics kind of took unction to the comment, and I can sort of understand that. But it was just, you know, kind of one of those offhanded remarks, and it clearly wasn't what he really intended to say. But someone wrote in and called me racist. So just to correct you, racism oh, wow. is something. <laughs> Last I checked, mental oh, disorders mental did not count as a race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I thought we had all agreed on the English language. That long no, no, no. We never will. Um, <laughs> all right. There's nothing new coming out this week, so our new release section is kind of lame this week. You know what it has? Nothing. Empty. It's empty. It's so, empty, empty space. Moving right along. How about what we reviewed from last week? Reviews are Adrian's department. Uh, so far this week, we have one review for a terrible game that probably none of you care about. <laughs> oh, I bet Anna uh, cares about it. A terrible game. That sounds like for Anna. <laughs> it's a, it's a Dokapon Journey, which was reviewed by our own Philip Willis. It's made by the Japanese. You know they make good stuff. Yes, it's a board game RPG that he gave a two out of five. And this is board spelled B O R E D, apparently. So, um, yeah, that's probably appropriate. Huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, oh, poor Anna, she's stupid. So, some of the highlights in the review. Let's see his uh, little highlights. Simply entering doors, stairs, and towns can be frustrating. And that's a board game thing though like yeah because of all the stairs and towns in the, i enter people... in board games you know when i'm playing monopoly and i have to go into town that's just terrible <laughs> that's horrible no, I can't I mean, take it. if you look at like there was that mario party board game as well <laughs> mario party is terrible nobody nobody praises it had it. the exact same problem every single board game that has like specific locations to go to purchase items all of them have this issue. And there's a lot of later Mario Party games that have a board game style like this. And all of them have this issue. This is something that everybody hates and the developers just are never going to change. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that everyone hates it should probably mean that they should be changing them. They should change it. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that. <laughs> it's just I don't think they are going to change it. Because apparently it's selling somehow. So. Someone's buying it. <laughs> they made enough to release a second one over here. I don't know why they did that. But what, what, what other great highlights did we have? A heavy reliance on the random elements, low quality visuals and audio. Ooh, that's sounding wonderful. It's on the DS though. How low quality can it be? I don't. They don't have a high standard. It was actually eight bit, and you just didn't know. Well, the images don't work. So let's see. Na, 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 na. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> sitting here clicking on an wow. image, and nothing comes up. It's just a white <clears> screen. <throat> That doesn't look low oh, quality. Oh, yeah, that's that's what he did. He screwed that up. 
Oh, what you know what is low quality is the font. <laughs> it looks like one of those Korean MMORPG fonts. Hey. What? <laughs> is, that, is that before the fourth revision where they're actually readable? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I hate those fonts because they're so cute. They, they take <laughs> up like half so a screen. <laughs> like the word is hello and it takes up half your monitor. It's like you need that much space between your letters. I just don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I have to disagree because I think it, it looks like a 2D game. So I don't know how what, what exactly you're expecting. You must not have showed it off with these pictures. So go pick that up right now if you like to hate yourself. Um, Maybe it's like low frame rate or something. <laughs> it's low frame rate in a, in a board game. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that's the worst of the game's problems. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my brain. Hold on, hold on. He said something positive. It's an oh, interesting what? premise. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> they came up with an interesting idea, and the random events mean that no one is out of the game, which should also be followed up by a met negative. Random events means that no one is out of the game. Because <laughs> that's usually how that crap goes. <laughs> yes. And in fact, um, in the, in the, the thread discussing it you know yeah. basically he he says in his conclusion the end result is a game where most defeats feel like a result of a bad role or random event and not a bad choice on the player's part it's like yes that sentence sums up Dokopod right there it also Both sums up like 50 percent of nintendo's games yeah pretty much pretty it's like much. nintendo's the game of random now mm-hmm Goodness. Instead of having Smash Brothers with skill, we'll have Smash Brothers with final smashes, so anyone can win at any time. No, you can I turn quite li- off. I quite like his first uh, his first uh, screenshot caption. Any game with charts just has to be fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it has it's got charts. a line graph. <laughs> yeah, it's hey. how well you're doing. Hey, Wunden has a, gr- a chart too, and uh, Elite Beat Agents, and well, many many other games have charts. So mm-hmm. lay off the charts. All right, charts. <laughs> Let's go on to what we've been playing. What have we been playing? Why don't you go first for once? Me? All right. Yeah. I've been playing two things. The first is Rhythm Heaven, where I get to excuse me, where I get to <laughs> clap along with teenage idols and um, I don't know whatever else it is that I've been doing in that game. Dan- I-, I think synchronized swimming was the one I did before the podcast. <laughs> I was in a pool and swimming around with dolphins and other. Yeah, it was weird. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I picked yeah, that one up. But... I haven't had a chance to play it yet, though. Oh, it's really good. I'm I'm still liking it a lot, so I I think it's worth picking up. Um, what else have been playing? I've also been playing Persona Four, continuing the trek along that beast. I'm up to I've passed the sixty hour mark, and and I think only like five to seven of those hours are hours I had the game on while doing something else or sleeping. So it's mostly legitimate playtime. Mostly good. (laughs) I have that problem with game timers. It's like, there's no pause function in this game, so it's always counting. You can't, like, make it stop. So Make it stop, please. Make it stop. And and I've got got bear sonas now. I love it. You know, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, let's just say that Teddy is a fantastic character. So we'll leave it at that, and just Arizona. But just the the influence he has on other other people is wonderful. Oh, he's worth it just for the puns. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to to get back to that. 
Um, I just finished. Oh, and I just finished the uh, the eight bit type dungeon, which was fantastic. And that was a good dungeon. Yeah. So I only died on the boss twice. So. It's <laughs> good on, for you. Uh, yeah, it is good for me, and I'm playing on beginner. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I suck. <sighs> all right. Uh, that's all I got. Who's next? Whoa. Nobody's but, next. Michael, go. Tell us. Tell us what's up. <laughs> I was hoping, you know, one of our, you know. No, you wanted me to people. host it. I see. I see what you're getting at. You yeah, maybe the host should host. I mean, I don't know. But that's fine. Okay. Um, I played more Avalon Code. And when I originally started this, I thought it'd be one of these games where you had to play it once just to understand it and then play it again to really enjoy it. So I was happy to learn that you can go back and pretty much redo the first chapter if you want to. <laughs> Because I was doing the challenges, and I'm like, oh, these are dumb, and I'm just whipping through them and not really trying and getting bad scores. I'm like, whatever, I made it through. And so I went back and did it right. And that was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> what? We already mentioned, I'm confused. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, when you do it, you basically right, replay I'll, the I'll first chapter, and that was good for some reason? No, no, no. I'll, I'll explain it more thoroughly. <clears throat> Please do. In the, uh, in, the first, in, the, in the game, you have to fill out the Book of uh, Prophecy. And uh-huh. each page in the book has a score. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, based on what you do in that area, <clears throat> the, the score increases. Mm-hmm. So if you do the challenge very badly, you get a very low score, and the gift of prophecy doesn't earn much. No idea but what you're talking about. The, the book of prophecy actually has its own levels. So the more points you have, the higher up it goes, and the more you learn about the future world you're trying to create. Okay. So... If I go into a place <clears throat> and it says there are 2,000 points available and I get like 100 points in that area, then I, that's 1,900 points I'm not going to get. Okay. So you're trying to maximize every area. Okay. And those are these challenges. I'm like, well, I can get these coins and they do stuff, but I could just whip through them and you know, get onto the boss because this is I've been in this town for 35 minutes and I'm bored. Okay. So that's pretty much what I did. <clears throat> and then I was like, was when, I, when you actually... When you actually learn what you're supposed to be doing, you're like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. I should actually be trying to pass the challenges and doing them again and again, you know, trying to get a higher score. And so I was like, well, do I have to start those over? And I'm like, no, you can go back and do them again. So um, during that chapter game three, has a I lot did, of really cool stuff in it. Yeah, and then you unlock things like new tablets and things. Exactly. That's and that was the other thing. Part, like, finding really new, finding neat new weapons is one of the funnest parts of the game and then trying to make them and stuff like that it's just lots of stuff to discover and explore yeah I felt stupid because I, I got my fifth tablet before I realized what the tablets were for <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like what are these these are like recipes and I'm like oh I bet I can make stuff and that's why the cat sword disappeared because I was trying to make the justice sword and I was also happy to learn that when it says you need X number of ingredients that's the minimum, not the actual required, because I was having a hard time finding two of iron, and I could only find a three of iron, and I was like, oh, good, it still works. Yeah, eventually and, you're going to get recipes that require the exact number of slots for the item. So you're gonna Yeah, what, what I've already noticed, and this kind of bugs me, is because I felt it was kind of cheating me, was you're actually going to get items that are bigger than what you can currently make. And so I'm assuming that I'm going to get bigger areas then. Yeah, as you level up the Book of Prophecy, uh, the book, once it reaches a certain level, it'll uh, expand the number of slots you have for each uh, item, eventually okay, so becoming a 4x4 four four grid instead of the 3x3. Three three. 
Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the uh, that's the thing I'm missing is more of these points, probably, because I'm starting to get recipes for 12, and I'm like, I only have a 3x3 three three grid. How do you'll, I get you'll, you'll, pro- you'll probably get up to the 12 grid pretty soon. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm mucking through Chapter 3, and uh, the, the first thing, I, there was a thing, because I got the, the grand hammer, and I'm like, I got a hammer. Maybe I can make this. Just kind of randomly, hey, maybe I can do this. And what do you know? I made this thing, and then I looked at the power of the Grand Hammer and says, oh, I'm an idiot. No wonder this yeah, game is the game a lot hard. easier. <laughs> you go from a weapon where you're hitting for, you know, 40 damage, which is like 10 damage to the person, to like 190 damage. You're like, oh. Is it yeah, just me, or do you seem to have consistent troubles with not real- reading or checking your I inventory? Actually, to, be fair, <laughs> to be fair... Um, that Avalon code has a problem with explaining itself. It has some really like bad anything. tutorials in it. it. It really doesn't explain a damn thing in that game. Uh, <laughs> when I was playing it, I, I figured most of the stuff out on my own. I was always playing through it. Most of the stuff wasn't explained at all. I just sort of randomly happened to pro- happened across it. In fact, right. I didn't even know you could redo the dungeons until something like halfway through the game. And when I realized, it was like, oh, awesome, this is great. Because I've been missing all these points. <laughs> Yeah. In fact, I don't think you'd even know that you could redo the dungeons unless I told you a couple of days ago. No, well, I, I accidentally, I was tapping on something. Um, I think I was just actually tapping my stylus out of boredom. And it asked, <laughs> if, I wanted, it asked if I wanted to quit the dungeon. I'm like, I can quit the dungeon? And I was <laughs> like, oh, I was hoping, you know, and then I quit and it let me retry it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's good. So I didn't realize you, you you fail the game. Start over from the beginning. <laughs> there are games like that, though. We are like, well, <laughs> you did the, if you the quit if button, you do you want to give up playing this entire game and start over? Well, they have Sweet. a great thing in that actually. And uh, you ever played Super Mario, uh, Super Paper Mario? If you if yeah. you tell the characters that you don't you want to give up or you don't want to do something three times, oh, you get yeah, a game over. Done. You get a game over. Yeah. Hey, so, you're okay. done. It's like thanks. You're done. Bye. <laughs> You're like, um, I was. I, was <laughs> I do. I do like that. I I remember that. That was. I was doing the Dragon Quest syndrome, just seeing how many times you'd say no. The <laughs> <laughs> must. And th- this is another game where everybody who's um thinks that death is worthless should play this game because death is worthless in this game. Wait, why? Why would the, if they're complaining about that? Why would they? No, want no, no. To if they like, this? if they, if they're not worried, about, you know, if they're worried about dying all the time and having to restart stuff, this is this is a good game because you just click you continue and the, keep going. I die all the you, time. You die, you die all the time, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I only had three health left when I took on the boss. Oh, I'll just die and restart. I didn't have any magic anyway. You know, whatever. It's it's worse in the early parts of the game than it is later on. Later on, you should be fine. I didn't die that much later on in the game. Once I had a weapon that didn't suck, I haven't died much. That was, that was my key there. It was like, oh. One of the great things about the tablets, actually, in that game is that uh, every time you get a new tablet, you get some sort of new cool weapon. It changes the, uh, the weapon model as well, and there's some pretty cool ones out there. I don't Do you remember that the sword that you get at the very beginning of the game, the sort of glowy golden sword? Uh-huh. You can get that later on. Oh, nice. You can get Thor's hammer, which is actually bigger than the character. <laughs> the hammers are already pretty big. I was hitting things, and especially the hammers. I love the combo where you do the. I do a double slash with my sword, and then slam down the hammer, and it makes this huge ground effect. I love it. This game is so much fun. I I, I don't know why anybody gave really, it. Like, was telling me like, oh, this is a dumb game. You shouldn't really play fun it. Game. It's it's a very yeah. simple game, but it's a lot of fun. I agree. I, I had a I had a blast with it. Yeah, 
I, you know, I, I think this brings up an interesting thing. Uh, why don't RPGs have, you know, you, you always have a, a tutorial section at the beginning, and there's the boring two hours of the game that you have to get through if you want to play through the game again. Why don't these games just have a, a tutorial outside of the main game? Uh, or, or even, you know, the manual, stuff like that. I, I think that would be a, a good addition to these games. That I've way actually you... seen that in the game before. I can't remember which game it was, but I have seen that in the game before. Well, Tactics had all its definitions in an actual, like, go talk to the historian. There's a yeah, you know, PlayStation-era actual... games like to do tutorials outside the games. or before Because, you know, like, uh, I would love to go back and play some Figure it out. Steambot Chronicles. That's what it was. In Steambot Chronicles, it has a tutorial uh, tutorial you can play before you actually play the game if you want, or you can jump right into it. Does it tell you to sell it and not play it? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I didn't play it. I'm just being mean. It's a, it's a pretty good game, actually. It's a fun Always game, mean. but that's neither here nor there. I have played that like two, three years ago. So, Actually, longer than that. It's probably like four or five years ago. You know they're coming out with a non-RPG sequel? Yes, I've heard about yeah. that. That makes sense. Uh, it really doesn't make any sense at all because the Steam Bot <laughs> were the worst part of the game. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not sure I get that one. Hmm. Oh, goodness. So, what does that leave us? Well, I played you another game. You played something else, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. everybody kept telling me how I was being a wuss and not playing Revenant Wing, so I no, went No, we just like to call you a wuss, really. What? We just like calling you a wuss, really. Yeah, I know. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I went back and I remembered the one thing that I had forgotten about the game that makes it key to make why Easy Street finished it. Hmm. You don't have to win to get experience. Correct. So I went up and I was like, oh, this is a level 60 thing. Let's go mess with it, even though I'm level 40 and got like amazing amount of experience for doing pretty much nothing. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I can just do these really high-level ones, completely fail at it, and get like two levels. Oh. So, <laughs> I'm just going to do that. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I'll like go back and do some 60s and actually win and get good experience. So, yeah, I, I totally forgot that part. And I was like, oh, this is why people can finish this game, because you just grind this stuff in like five minutes. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, I made absolutely no progress, but... Um. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> How did you make no progress then? I made no all progress in the story. I leveled. Oh, right. I grinded. That was it. But I didn't actually beat any of the mission scenarios. Okay. Because chapter 8 to chapter 9 is another, like, 5, 10 level jump. Uh-huh. And I have a lot of characters. And I'm also one of those, those people who just have to level everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even if they suck, I still level them, so... Yeah. That's I'm okay, Mike. It. If they suck, That's all. you don't need to level them. I have to, because I, they might not suck later. That's that's always my philosophy. It was like, if they're hard to level, they must get something awesome at a certain level. And <clears throat> sometimes that doesn't pay off. Usually it does. Usually you're like, oh, I'm so glad I got this because I got this ability. But no, sometimes you just level them and cry every time you level them. It's okay. All right, I'm done. Go to someone else now. Thank goodness. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Who's next on the list? <laughs> you and your grinding and, Valk and revenants and uh, whatever. Hey, I mean, I did WoW on 11. You want me to talk about that instead? Not right now. Okay, good. 
<laughs> she didn't do any of the interesting stuff in a while this week. So, uh, Anna. Oh yes, my sixty-four or so wants to do expansion crap. I think Anna. Have... I think Anna did interesting stuff in a while this week. I rated Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Was that enough? <laughs> Austin's not leveling us apparently. Are you really Every shocked? time I try to bring it up with you guys, you're busy. And then I log on and you guys are playing already. So whatever, just keep going. I'll catch up. Oh, she's sad now. Mm-hmm. No, she's not. She's raiding. Oh. Every time she logs in, she sees that we are not and she's raiding. That's what's really going on. Right. We didn't do it Thursday or Friday, so we were... Well, I didn't do Wednesday. Or Wednesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, Alduar is hard. Wait, wait, wait! Alduar is the new raid is hard. Yes, yeah, it's very what a shock. So this this settles all the people who are complaining that WoW was really easy now. It's Tefu. Yes. Okay. No, it does handle that. Yes. All right. Good. People can stop whining now. People can stop whining. No. No. Well, they'll if you can't if you can't beat it three months from now. Then you can stop whining. Ah, okay. If you can beat it by next week, then no, I you don't think, that's, think that's a. I don't think we're. Gonna... Would you Would you prefer them to have eighteen hour boss fights, Michael? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that just gets older every time you do it. <laughs> not, not for anybody okay, else. <laughs> it does. You can't really consider that an argument when they actually said yes, it was a problem, and they fixed it. Yeah, it's, it's not like they meant now. to do it that long. <laughs> they actually, you have a punch card. And they they monitor how long, how much time you put in. And if you don't, they you know they'll ban your character. What? You, you got to put in your hours. <laughs> Take your experience away. Are you talking at eleven or, or a guild? I'm totally I'm making confused. it up. I don't know. What I'm <laughs> I thought that was bitter. our guild because I know we have like raid percentages and all that, and I'm like. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be like eight percent rating. <laughs> you're gonna what you're gonna do is show up, and if they let you get something, you're gonna be happy. Yay! I got <laughs> something. Yeah. Honestly, no, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm totally gonna be Anna, where I'm gonna show up, and they're like, "Oh, this is crap. You can have it. This is crap. You can have it. This is crap. Pretty you can much. have it." Like, you can Yay! get pretty. You know, you can you can get pretty decent stuff doing that. Actually, I know. Uh, you realize that I am like the top in in the top five most geared characters in my guild, right? Yes, yes I'm sure that but was apparently you from- also play more than anybody else too. So yes, no. I I don't raid four times a week for anybody. That's just because oh, Michael, it's Alduar. This is the same raid. Oh, that's true. It's the same one. <laughs> they they, they just been working on the same yet. one all week long. I think because <laughs> we have to learn all of the new stuff. Mm-hmm. See, and I guess I it just is the eleven approaches. Just let the Japanese do it, and then read it a week later and win. You know, Reeton brings up a question I've always had about this stuff. What okay. kind of c- chairs do you guys have? Did you have to go buy comfortable <laughs> chairs before doing all this MMO stuff? Um, this is the same computer chair that I've had since I got married. Me and Ian bought matching chairs with, like the Staples gift cards that we have. His we've had to replace. Mine we'll probably replace this year. Because big of fluffy it, chair. Just all the that wow was stress. That's less interesting than it should have been. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, I wonder about these things how do people deal with this because like you know that's a lot of time to be sitting in one chair in one place how often do you replace your chair at work uh, not often enough apparently 
Um, about every <laughs> 30 minutes to an hour, I get up and walk around. That's not replacing your chair. <laughs> every 30 minutes. Oh, you she's like Donald long? Trump. Bring in a new chair. Unwrap it here. No. You're fired. <laughs> Go home. How, how do people stand sitting for that long? And the answer is I don't. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't even get the question because I know he sits that long in his office. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, I don't get the question. I just, I, I don't know. Because don't office, office buys better chairs than I do. Office, well, that's not hard. Because I mean, office chairs can be really expensive if you got them priced them. But this yes, is not chair cast. This is RPG cast. So, really Anna, nice what other one. RPGs have you played? Um, or games or anything. I see text games. You played Zork. You, you, yeah, you, you but I played Kingdom of Loathing, and that kind of put me in the mood to play Legends of Zork because there's a new <laughs> web-based Legends of Zork now. Mm-hmm. And when I quit last night, I was ranked six 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 on the leaderboards. <laughs> on the leaderboards, I thought that was hilarious. Probably already been bumped. Have I been bumped? Oh, I have no. no idea. I'll have to go back and play again today. <laughs> this um. is worth your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how do you get how do you get a leaderboard in a text based game? Um, it's based die? off of your level, your fame, your PvP. How does this work? Um, this is a bastardization of Zork, is what this is. Are you guys new to muds? <laughs> so this is yeah. not this is not Zork. It, this is a mud. That's a mud what Zork. Zork was. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it Zork was just single player text based game where you yeah, fought, so this where your greatest enemy was figuring out the darn keywords. Right. <laughs> this, this, this is, this is a with... single player web based game, except you can PvP. <laughs> it's a single it's player web based game where you attack other people who are also planes. <laughs> you know, right. It's, a, it's that's, that that's weird type a, of single player where other people are involved. That's entirely optional. <laughs> so, WoW is a single player game? Yeah, it's it optional. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just and checking. All right. Yes. <laughs> wow, the new single player Wait, MMO. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the greatest single player game and ever. It, uh, and it's awesome because <laughs> when you search for stuff on the site, it says powered by Grugo. Grugo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <sighs> oh, Chris, you're in the 1980s. That's right. What's with the glasses? <laughs> I just put on some silly glasses is all. I'm just hey waiting my time to figure out when we're going to get out of games released in 1976. Hey, Zork was awesome. Right. Hey, that means the game as old as I am. That's just wrong. I, I, I honestly don't know when Zork came out, Mike. I just I know text-based games hit around then. Yeah. Uh, in, in the 80s at some point. Um, and other than that, after listening to Chris play last week, I played some Ooh and Dawn, and that was cool. <gasps> and then I packed so, it. You okay? I'm just making a wind and noises. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they make <laughs> I weird. was worried. There's, there's like a lot of, like, there's a lot of cheers like that. You know, uh, you, you gotta play it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. When you play, bring it to PAX, I'll play it. Uh-huh. And other than... Preston uh, Tale 2, which I'm playing because we have internal testing. Uh, that's all I've played this week. Lots of internal testing and no releases. Huzzah. Working on it. <laughs> You're working on it. Do you have a date? No, 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 Do you no, have a no. year? There was a release this week. What are we talking about? Yes, Crossfire officially launched this week. Yeah. It's not Preston Tale. 
So the first of like I played Crossfire. three major patches. Yeah, those were all betas. Yeah. Oh. yeah, the first first of three major patches is it. So have they made week- it so I don't get a headshot if I shoot anything higher than their hand? <laughs> yes, we just hit the headshot hitboxes again. Okay, good. It's a bit much. Because the see, it's really interesting because if you go to the other versions of Crossfire, basically if you shoot them anywhere from the knees up, you get a headshot. That is literally the headshot. Please hitbox. tell me what the developer said about it again. Well, they said that they 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 feel like players feel like they're more rewarded if they get a headshot. Well, didn't you say he said something like, well, everybody likes headshot, no? Yeah, basically, everybody loves headshots, so we should just make it so like, that they can get quote. headshots all the time. Well, everybody loves headshots. Like, um... It's like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Every time they give us a patch, they, like, adjust back the hitboxes, so we have to go in the game and adjust them correctly. <laughs> so, oh, no, oh, controversy this week, because... Um, a couple of like there's a female character in Crossfire and up until now we didn't have the female character and so two months ago we went to the developers and we're like when we put in the female character she's going to be available with in-game money and they said yep and two weeks ago they came back to us and said it's cash shop only oh you gotta pay for your you have to pay for your breasts apparently apparently that stinks. TNA was never cheap. <laughs> why, yeah, why, why in the world does the, the female character have to be unlocked at all? That's what I don't understand. Why can't you just choose male, female when you start? Because it's an online game. Um, you have to do because that. It's well, what about for the female players who want to play a female character? That's just that, would be, that would be the point that we made to the developers. But in <laughs> every other said. region that Crossfire is available, the female con- character is considered a perk because she has a smaller hitbox. So... Adjust the hitbox to be the same. We did. Whatever. Whatever. In fact, we made her hitbox bigger on all of her models for our version. Why? So that they're the same size as the male ones? Oh, okay. You said bigger, like. Like bigger than the males is what I understood from that. That's what I thought you meant. We we made the hit. Okay. If you try to shoot. Fresh shot, boom, dead. (laughs) (laughs) No, if you try to shoot the female in, like, the Vietnamese version. You will miss in places you will hit in our yeah, version because we've adjusted it. the hitbox yeah, yeah, yeah. to be equal it. to the male. I get it. I get it. Although people still complain. That yeah, it- yeah, 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 yeah. Well, people are going to complain no matter what because it's first-person shooter and you're adjusting balance, and they want it to be whatever is going to make them get higher scores. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, the last couple of days have been me dealing with a lot of people who are very upset that they can't play their female character. Well, that's your entire job, though, is just dealing with people who are it very is. upset all the time. So. Yes. It must be fun. They're also upset because the actors <laughs> pay only, especially when they get in the back. The what? I like to get, we, we, the other thing we released, and is cash up only for the moment, is an axe. Like a throwing axe? No, like a melee axe. Because we have uh, like ghost mode, and we have knife only mode, where you have only melee weapons. Okay. And you have, the alternative to the knife is the axe, which has a slightly longer reach because it's a larger item, and it's a little more powerful. Yes, there's been lots of complaints. It's, it's great, because it's like this awesome divide. You can tell the people who have the axe, and you can tell the people who don't. Because the people who don't have the axe are cranky endlessly about how it's overpowered, and how they're leaving the game, and how they, it should never have come in. And the people that have the axe are like, we think it's okay. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the usual mo- the usual way of balancing first-person shooters that have premium items nowadays is to 
make sure there are free items that are competitive with the pay the pay for items so that you know there's still reasons to buy the pay for items yeah. but they don't break the game apparently not the case with your game but <laughs> well it's something that we're working on because like we're we are really against the concept of paying to win and all of the other versions of crossfire are totally pay to win yeah. And we're just not really sold on that idea. Because, I mean, you have games like War Rock, and they are pay-to-win. And people are like, blah, we're tired of pay-to-win games. So there's actually uh, well, a lot I want to know, why. what is it about the Americans that... We probably shouldn't be talking about this here. We're boring everybody. I just... We'll have to take it offline. Because I'm, I'm really curious to know why Americans are more against pay-to-win than other countries. I think because we're not insane. Okay, all the other countries are insane. I wouldn't go that far. Firemist is getting the uh, racist comment this week. (laughs) (laughs) It's because America is a race. I think it's because in North America, there's very much a gimme attitude. Why should I pay for it if I can have it for free? I deserve it for free. I I think it's the opposite. She just. I, think, I like how her argument is the one that insults Americans. <laughs> I no, think it's I said North to, America. I think our North th- American population period is like that. You I think and, Canadians and, get I mean, mad at people who try to to buy their way. We want we want people to have to earn it with skill and stuff. Okay, the one thing that I will say is, if you suck, you cannot pay to win. Because, you know, if you have an axe and you blow, it doesn't matter how awesome-tastic the axe is, you still blow. Yeah, but that's not saying much. The point is that if somebody has an axe and someone doesn't have the axe and they have the same skill, the person with the axe has an advantage. So, We'll agree to disagree on that one. What? I've, I've noticed in well, general... You, that's what you said earlier. You said is a play is totally different from the knife. Okay. Yes, it's more powerful. Yes, it has a longer reach. It also plays completely different from the knife. I, and I've, people have had, you know, six months of practice with a the knife. They've had two days of practice with the axe. And they're already losing to people with the axe. No. If you're losing to the axe at this point, you suck. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I can't say that on the forums. <laughs> No, we can say it on a podcast. All right, moving on. <laughs> what else? That's all you played, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, you're done. Yeah, you're probably gonna get fired now. All right, Adrian. Uh, <clears throat> no, what? I was gonna say something. Okay, though. go ahead, Michael. With Please, the uh, make sure it's good. Well, no, with the international travel that I've had, it's definitely a <clears throat> you know everybody gets their fair thing. When you try to get an airplane, everybody stands in line. You know, yeah. when you go through customs and stuff, everybody stands in line. You go to Asia, they don't do that. You, everybody just pushes to the front, and if they got in front of you, that was your problem, not theirs. Mm-hmm. And that's where this, you know, pay-to-win thing doesn't bug us, or doesn't bug them, and it bugs us. Because we follow lines. Because we believe in proper order, and, you know, having to earn your way and stuff, and everybody's like, well, no, if I can get to the front, then I should this Warhammer now? We're order and everybody else is chaos? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, maybe. <laughs> This is also true in South America. I don't know. I, I think that, you know, that there's just a much more clear-cut uh, divide between social classes um, in, in a lot of other countries to the point where when it exists, people are a lot more okay with it. Whereas here, you know, there's such a prevalence of the middle class that, um, you know, it, everyone feels like they are entitled to have an equal shot to everybody else. And, you know, money is such a divisive thing here. That I think that you know that that's that that ties into the reason why why you know uh, the mini transaction model isn't um, 
booming over here like it like it is in places like Korea and you know yeah. a lot a lot of other countries. Hmm. I agree with that. Okay. I'm getting a ferret. <laughs> is that your game of the week? You're getting a ferret? <laughs> I'm trying to. I, I'm studying and reading up on them to, to make sure I can take care of it properly. But I love ferrets. I wish a lot more people would do that. I see people and, you know, they have ferrets and they just look so sad. They're like, well, they're cute. I'm like, well, yeah, but are you making it happy or are you just letting it sit in a box and well, rot? You have to let it out and stuff and you need a big yeah. playpen. They, they need a lot of room. Well, you they teach sleep. It to take psychic commands. Ooh. <laughs> like, like teach it to go sneak into stuff and retrieve it and bring it back to you, like rings, jewelry, money. There well, you I'm go. Take steel hats. I'm going to take it to Golden Gate Park and I'm going to have a blast. But um, yeah, I don't know. I they, they sleep about eighteen to twenty hours a day, but for the four oh, hours that they're oh, awake, like the, yeah, they have to be super active or they get really depressed. So <laughs> they get depressed. I like they do. They, they do. do. Ferrets are high maintenance. Yeah, they get really depressed, and then and then they they have uh, stink glands. Uh, you don't want a depressed, angry ferret in your room. Oh, they smell so bad. <laughs> People's houses with ferrets that are sad, and it's just like, oh, I'm gonna die. And they're like, it's not that bad. You get used to it. And you're like, no, no, there's something wrong you with get your used ferret. To it. Yeah, <laughs> you're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear that in a movie, though. You know, this house smells like sad ferrets. I think we need to replace the word sad ferret in our uh, swear filter with sad ferret I think that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> you can have now in this podcast you'll have sad ferret should be replaced by sad ferret mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I can't. Adrian. Wow. Yeah. No, no. You you started Kira with your ferret oh. story. You you. <laughs> what else are you doing besides playing? Uh, learn about ferrets this week. Um. Aside from learning about ferrets, um, I've been. Uh, we started doing Olduar and Wow, which I'm sure everybody's sick of hearing about. Didn't we just talk about that? Do you have yeah, anything different to I'm add? To join in yeah, you should have said that. it when she was going. I, I, I was, kind of, but, I, you know, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, I've been playing more Pokemon. Uh, my Psyduck rules all. Um, and I've also been playing more Gothic 3 because I inherently hate myself and want bad things to happen to me. Um, Your Psyduck can meet my uh, Luxray and have a nice death. <laughs> but it won't be anywhere as cute. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have to be cute. <laughs> it does to me. Um, Gothic 3 is still pretty pretty bad, pretty terrible. It's pretty much a war of attrition to see if I can beat it before I throw my computer out the window. Um, and <laughs> following up from uh, a couple of weeks ago, I'm still playing Bloodlines. And I'm up to this hotel um, section, which is probably the scariest um, game. Like, Have you gone section. in the elevator shaft yet? Yeah, it's uh, well. I mean, I've beaten the game before, but I, I, you know, I've played a lot of survival horrors. Uh, this game probably has the scariest uh, scenario and setting of any of them. <laughs> like alone in dark, Resident Evil, nothing, nothing touches it. It's so awesome. Um, and yeah, that's about it. <laughs> All right, I guess it's um, my turn finally. For for those that haven't played it, to elaborate on my comment. Um, 
when you step into the elevator for the first time, the elevator shaft for the first time, it opens up and the car isn't there. If you walk in, the elevator comes down and crushes you out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And all the warning you get is a little dead girl whispering, look out. And yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. In yes, what the game? Poltergeist. I lost something. Vampire. Vampire. Vampire oh, bloodlines. Oh, vampire bloodlines. Yeah. Right, right, right. The, the hotel is haunted by nasty little poltergeist children. Mm-hmm. And they, they got murdered. Scary things to you. Yeah, they got yeah. murdered in there. So, and and they whisper mean. What mean exactly does that have to do with vampires? Well, you have uh, all of it's the all of these world. creatures. Yeah, they exist in the world of darkness. So there's werewolves, there's mages, there's wraiths, there's mummies, there's you know all of these things that kind of live behind the veil. And uh, your task in this particular mission to to go clear out a a. a, a ghost that's been haunting this place so that uh, another vampire can uh, take over and uh, actually rebuild a hotel to make money. <laughs> so <laughs> He's an entrepreneurial vampire. And uh, you're his it, ghost I mean, it's all, it's all modern world setting, so, you know, vampires run corporations. Vampires have businesses or CEOs. And, if you're a yeah, vampire, why don't you go out, kill someone, and take their money? Because if you break the masquerade, <laughs> then the vampire hunters will find you and kill you, and they hurt. Oh, crap. <laughs> Apparently you broke the masquerade. Speaking of which, the vampire hunters have found him. I <laughs> uh, gotta go, guys. BRP vampire hunters. <laughs> yeah, the, the big thing about the game is that it's a masquerade and you're supposed to actually stay behind the scenes. If you do overt stuff like suck people's blood in the middle of the street, you will be killed. So can I just mug them in the back alley like normal mugs? Yes. And no yeah. Notice? Yeah, oh, yeah. In fact, uh, my favorite thing to do is to pick up prostitutes and drain their blood <laughs> in the alley. Uh, and if you're pretty, uh, they'll do it for free. Yeah. So, so is this basically like Grand Theft Auto with no. vampires. vampires and ghosts and werewolves? Mm, not, not really. Based. It's a lot. It's a, it's a much more tailored experience. I mean, it is an RPG, and you do have uh, I. More more uh, enclosed areas they have to do stuff in, but um, I don't know. There, there's a lot of nifty little details that you can do yeah, here and there. You can hack computers. You can do all kinds of fun stuff. It's a very involved universe. There's <laughs> a ton of lore behind it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Good game. Anyways, we keep interrupting Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. uh, Adrian, I thought we on Kiro. <laughs> oh, I'm done. Okay. Yeah, he 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 <clears throat> he skipped ahead. I got left behind. Mm-hmm. Story of my life. Oh, no. Story of your life. It's okay. <laughs> the Anyways, the uh, order of that section on the notes is not a hard order. <laughs> it was, you uh, told me to go. Sorry for the confusion. Yes. This week I've been playing. Uh, I played and finished off Bioshock, which is Woo! something I put off for a long time, and I really shouldn't have because it's a fantastic game. Getting ready for the sequel. Oh, definitely getting ready for the sequel now. I was. Uh, I was an amazing experience. I normally don't like shooters, but that was one shooter I really liked. It actually reminded me a lot of Fallout Three, surprisingly enough. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of similarities in it. Uh, obviously, there aren't any levels or anything like that, but a lot of the way the game is designed is very Fallout-like. Yeah, it's. Uh, did you ever play System Shock? No, I never played System Shock, but I heard it's uh, like a spiritual successor to it, or sort of. Uh, well, yeah. I'm- uh, Bioshock is ostensibly the the, the, the sequel to it, but um, the the graphics are terrible. There's there's HD patches <laughs> get, but uh, it's such a good game. <laughs> why? What? There's a big daddy killing a printy right now on camera. He killed it. Wonderful. He's taking the printy. Chris position. is real excited about this. Apparently, 
No, I, I just had the statue, and I, the first time I've been able to get some use out of it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the other game I've been playing this week, and the one that I'm probably going to talk about a little bit more because I loathe it, and it's always fun to talk about <laughs> something you loathe, is uh, <laughs> Fantasy Star Portable. And uh. anyone who's been unfortunate enough to play this game probably knows exactly where I'm coming from on this. It is well, they, so the bloody other boring. Fantasy Stars since PSO have really been worth playing, so I wasn't yeah. expecting much. This is, this is basically a PlayStation Portable, por- uh, a, yeah, PSP port of Fantasy Star Universe, which was also awful. <gasps> oh, it's not the, really a port, oh, is it? There's no, a it, it's a port. The, the game is basically exactly the same. It's just oh. got slightly less <laughs> impressive graphics. Well, the story's different, isn't it? Well, yeah, the story's different. So it's not it, it a lets port. You, it lets you use your customized character, but you know what? <laughs> Who gives a crap about the story? The story is awful. The story of Fantasy Star Universe was awful. The characters are awful. The character art is ugly. Uh, the only the only good thing about this game is it's got an extremely impressive character customization. Not quite as impressive as, say, something like City of Heroes, but still rather impressive and still a lot better than most MMOs. So there is that. You can customize your character look however you want, and that's really cool. The only thing that's really keeping me playing this game and is, well, one, it's a lot like games like Diablo where you're just getting more and more cool loot. And mm-hmm. everyone likes getting loot, let's face it. It's it's fun. And, uh, That's the reason we play. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, the other thing I'm enjoying is that part of the storyline involves this... You're kind of a silent protagonist since you can make your own character and all that, right? It's the standard standard spiel, but... Uh, you, your your partner character, uh, the character you're partnered up with, and the the real main character of the story is this one month old cast, which is an what they call the androids. I don't know why they don't just call them androids; it would make a lot more sense. But uh, anyway, she's one month old. She's just learning what the world's all about and stuff like that. And basically, the, the stuff you say in response to her questions and things like that are supposed from what I gather, are supposed to mold her character somehow. So I'm trying to be as big a jerk and a douchebag as I possibly can in order to turn her into a complete racist. And so far, it's not working that well. <laughs> you can do <laughs> that? I'm trying. Apparently not. I'm trying. It's not working that well because somehow she always manages to spin whatever I say, no matter how twisted and wrong, into something positive. Well, so there, there, there really is no way... To screw around with this that much. Well, can you but... make her start talking about Obama? Apparently, that works. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. Well, as an example, one thing I did just before the podcast started, uh, she asked me uh, about what asked me what praying is, and two options I had were uh, it's uh, it, it the dialogue by the way is awful. But, oh, uh, I get it now. <laughs> I get why the guy was upset because Obama's black, and she thought she was calling Obama retarded. Wow, now you just I figured get that out. I, I told it. you, I mentioned this at the beginning, I said it obviously had to be racist because Obama is, you know, not I didn't white. Think and therefore, anybody who would have interpreted that as no, her insulting it, it's Obama. complete misinterpretation, but anytime you say oh. anything bad about Obama, people, the first thing they say is, oh, you're a racist. And I'm like, I get it no. now. All right. Usually well, they're just Republicans, so it's a different thing. We've it's gone through this whole like thing the, already. So, all right, sorry, I, I'm just catching up. <laughs> this is how fast Chris processes information, people. <laughs> Anyways, the this response I gave to her in regards to her question about praying was that it's a way for people to beg for things. 
<laughs> and and her, her response was actually kind of entertaining. She said, so why don't people just pray all the time instead of doing things for themselves? It would be so much easier. I found that amusing, so hmm. I don't know. Anyways, that's what I've been playing this week. Fantasy Star Portable. It sucks. I'm going to beat it. I'm going to review it. I'm going to give it a bad score. There you go. You're set on fire. I'm going to give it a bad score. Wow. Good to know you're wait- reserving judgment for completion of the game. And there was well, it's a gonna, Game Facts thread well, on how awesome well, it is. Well, here, here's, the th- here's the thing, okay? I've, I've gone through about six or seven hours, and so far every single dungeon has had the exact same formula. You find a key, you open a door, you find another key, you open another door, then you go into another area. You find a key, you open a door. Did you, you find not a key? Play Star oh, and, th- and then you open a door. Okay, and and then you go to another area and you fight a boss. And every single dungeon is exactly the same. Key. What else do you do with a key besides open doors? Well, that, open the thing, chests. There, there's nothing else to the oh, key. Yeah. That's open all chest. you do. You you fight like some said, enemies. It, it's it's you, just completely boring. Did you? No, not I did play not play Fantasy Star. I did. Oh. No, I did not. I did not play okay. Fantasy Star. That's that's what there's, it is. Except it you had less areas. Mm-hmm. But, you only have you know, areas in that game. I, you know, I played PSO, and by the time PSU came out, I was, you know, I was expecting anything, anything to be a little different, but it wasn't. And no. you know, you get seven iterations of the same game. This is PSO make three or something. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Well, here here's the kicker though. Um, PSO and PSU obviously you could play online with other people. You can't play Fantasy Star Portable online. It has it, <laughs> it has multiplayer, but it's ad hoc only. Yeah, Local get this. So the DS play. version yeah. is going to have better online than the PSP version. <laughs> oh. No, that doesn't surprise me at all because apparently the PSP is afraid of online play. <laughs> more than Nintendo. Games, it, more than, yeah, more than Nintendo. There's your scary part. <laughs> That's thought. the scary part. But yeah, I think I brought this up in Dokkan Journey. It was like. That doesn't have online play. And someone's like, well, because it will lag. I'm like, it's a it's turn-based board game. Board it's like game. your frame rate argument. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just a funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's all for me for today. For today. That's enough. I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we won't be here, but yeah, he's welcome to come back. All right. okay, we'll be on staff channel and be fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. What else we got? Nothing really. Uh, nothing. Can we go on to something? Nuh-uh. All right. If you must. <laughs> Sorry. Permanent I'm, warning. I have cat issues going on here. All right. Getting back to the show. <laughs> because apparently <laughs> I haven't been here. Um, <laughs> <sighs> ooh, just got an email from Atari about Neverwinter Nights 2. Mysteries of Westgate Adventure Pack. Confirmed for worldwide release on April 29th, 2009. Awesome. Is, the, um, is, is this the one that we've been waiting for for two years, Mike? No. That's why I was asking. <laughs> where's the one where we're still waiting? What's what's that one called? Shadows of something, I thought. All right. Neverwinter Nights 2. Um, so far, the expansions are Mask of the Betrayer, which is like the really good one. Yeah. Storm of Zaheer, which I don't know if it's good or not, but I think we played at E3, maybe? Maybe. Or PAX. Okay. Or PAX, rather. Hey. Yeah. Um, and Mysteries of Westgate, which was just announced, or confirmed, or, I don't know, not just announced, I'm pretty sure it was announced a while ago, which will come out later this month, so, I don't know, I don't play these games, so I couldn't tell you much beyond that, but there you go, that's breaking news. 
Woohoo! <laughs> no? the, the 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 new expansion for Neverwinter Nights Two was excellent. The Storm is a here. Thought that yeah. was good too. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it it made a lot a lot of the skills that were kind of meh really really viable, like you know tracking and doing all that fun ranger stuff that you wanted to on the on the overworld. So yeah, that was good. Hmm. Wait, what about the underworld? Huh? Overworld. Oh, overworld. Like overworld map. Oh okay. Oh yeah, that's right. They had the our overworld map is awesome. I remember that being part of the demo. I don't really <laughs> remember why, but it's like, look, the overworld map is interesting. It's like, cool. Nobody bothers to ever do that, so that's nice. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it, it made it a lot more D and D like to where you actually travel and you can hunt stuff and you can track stuff and you make camps and you strategize positioning and all that little minutia that's that's very interesting to D and D fans. All right, so before we get into the to the to the feedback four minute warning stuff, let's uh, let's break things up with some news. Let's uh, people Wait, are what? tired of hearing what we think. Let's uh, let's go through the news. I thought that's first. why they came to the podcast. <laughs> what the news? Because they liked what we think. Oh yeah, well yeah, but we've been we've been saying an awful lot, and you know, of varying quality this week, right? I don't question our quality; it's always excellent. Of excellent quality this week. Up notch stuff. All right, five stars. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not here anymore. You know what Ooh. frustrates me, Sean? No, he, Sean. He, he well, Sean, but he. <laughs> they refer, I, you know i am more than willing to plug lucifer.com and say go listen to megaphones ahoy podcast and like it or hate it and but whatever it exists right i acknowledge it that's where he is now right right they refer to us as cat fancy and refuse to acknowledge our podcast name or our site's name <laughs> frustrates the heck out of me it's like cat dude fancy cat fancy is how they refer to us when we were back they had to come up with some previous you know when we work for some other place, uh, we'll call it Cat Fancy. <laughs> and now they always refer to it as Cat Fancy. And that that bugs me, guys. If you're listening, seriously, call us by our name. There's no bad blood here. Come on. Whatever. <laughs> I guess they want there to be. Controversy gets the ratings up, I suppose. Oh, speaking of controversy, do you see this stuff about Namco and uh, Tales of Asperia? No, I didn't. Oh. Please tell me I more. I just read this story. This is kind of sad. So, I, because the story's kind of pathetic, or because the if it's true, what oh, Namco's doing? I, I just find the fact that they're denying it is hilarious. Well, all right. So, here's the thing. Now that Vespe- Tales of Vesperia has been announced for PS3, and we know there's going to be a new character named Patty Pirate, I don't know what her name is, um, Patty something or other, people went through the, the game code for the 360 image and found like references to... Uh, th- there's a line that says there's a woman's pirate hat inside the drawer there's a name on it but it can be barely read P-A dot 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 question mark it's like okay obviously that's referring to Patty um, it's, since she's a pirate and wears a pirate hat um, and then there's a, they found references numerous, time, numerous times next to other character names like the three letter initials for the characters that you see in a lot of the menus P-A-T and like right there next to the other character so obviously there's some code referencing this character in the 360 version of the game that supposedly doesn't have the character. Not really a big deal. In general, this just means, you know, there's a character, they cut it or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's what I think. And they asked Namco, and they're like, uh, was Patty intended for the 360 version? Was an enhanced PS3 version planned all along? Uh, official response is, absolutely not. The text does appear in the game, but it does not refer to Patty. 
Okay. <laughs> what other well, I mean, whatever pirate hat wearing person whose name starts with PA is there, but whatever. <laughs> when asked about the possibility of Patty and other PS3 exclusive Vesperia features coming th- to the 360 via downloadable content, the answer was that is currently unknown. Well, I mean, so many games have content that gets cut and it's yeah. still in the code. If you go through every game, you will find, you know, tons of dialogue, items, uh, even mechanics in some places. And it's just like, you know, this this is commonplace, guys. Well, you Isn't know that what it how is? Jack Thompson got started? <laughs> yeah, with the hot coffee. and uh, I know exactly why people are worried about this. You know Namco and its downloadable content strategy, which is basically, here's a file that unlocks content that's on the disk? Thanks for your ten dollars. Mm-hmm. I think people are just worried that's going to happen here too. I mean, I don't know. It's so hard to say, though. I, I don't think just it will cause... happen. I think people are just worried about it because they've been hurt so much by them. <laughs> or hurt? Maybe I don't know. There's stuff in Crossfire that we aren't planning to release, but it's part of the standardized client, so we have it in. Mm-hmm. Like people, oh, why is there meta pack sounds when you guys aren't releasing any medical packs? It's like. Because it's part of the standardized client at this point. Well, I mean, you know, uh, do, do people do people really believe that a game is released and then they start working on DLC? I mean, DLC is in the works while the game is in development, and That's the true. fact that they like even if they like they're just saying, look, instead of having you download a three hundred megabyte thing, it's just going to be on the disc and you can unlock it. I don't see the the the, the big issue where oh, it's like, I, oh, I, I was do. already. Oh, I absolutely do. It's on the disc that I've already paid for, and you're charging me extra money for it. When I envision downloadable content, and what I want it to add to a gaming experience is this. Here's this great game that you gave to me. I would really like more of this, and a lot of people bought this game, and they paid for it, and the sales are good, and it would justify more content. Go make more content and give it to us. This is what downloadable content's for. But to sit here and say this is a planned thing to just extend your purchase into multiple smaller purchases, that's baloney. I feel like I'm being ripped off. But, I mean, would you feel less ripped off if they just decided to finish this content ahead of time anyway and then just release it, you know, a couple of weeks afterwards after people are like, yeah, they've been working on this? I think they're better off, and it would be a better... I think it has a really bad image when you know about that. Like, Since you're dealing with a technical market, we we all end up knowing about it, (laughs) then if you just put the game out there and let the entire package stand for itself and try and get your sales up as high as possible based on the value proposition of what's on the disc, I I don't know. I'm sure it makes more business sense. I will not Uh, argue that it makes more business sense. I agree with you, Chris. I agree with you on that. Um, Mm -hmm. If it's on the disc and they're intending to release it without significantly altering the code in some way, then... Like if it's done, if it's incomplete, like what like hot coffee was and all that, there's no reason it should. There's no reason people should care. That's just that's just stuff they had to scratch from the yeah. game and it just couldn't get rid of the text. But if it's something you're actually going to release, if it's already on the disc and you're planning on releasing it, just release it with the game. It's it's absolute BS to be charging people for something they already paid for. Okay, uh, maybe the thing the imp- is the impression that I get with a lot of this content is part of it is on the disc, part of it wasn't ready yet. Well, and that's why we get into these things about how much is that download. When you have a 100K license file unlocking 300 megs of content on the disk, 
that's got to think that's an issue. I would totally agree with that. <laughs> right, but I mean, what if it's just you? Like, look at the Resident Evil Five one. They added a multiplayer mode. the The download was two megabytes, if I remember correctly. Well, that was all but, code. They were they weren't actually right. adding anything to the game. It was just they were adding code. Code is small. Code does not take right. a lot of space. And, and it's I mean, the graphics just, files, the sound files that take up space. And but, they're just using in game in game uh, stuff. So I mean. It's difficult to, to to just look at a file size and know exactly whether or not this is this is you know something that was in the game or if it really is just a new mechanic being thrown into the engine. Uh, you know, well, we'll know with well in this case we'll know because this this is supposed to be adding well for one thing a brand new character which is going to have a brand new character model. It's going to be adding right. new cutscenes which is going to have new text and things like that. And it's going to have uh, new voice acting well, as well. Well, we don't know that there's going to be downloadable content at all for this. Well, we I'm just saying, if I, this is just hypothetically, if they do release it as downloadable content, in this case, it'll be very obvious that it was yeah, already released. Right. Only that's. I mean, the the quintessential example is Katamari, beautiful Katamari for the 360. All the levels were on the disc. You download a small text file and unlocks it, and it's like we just wanted to charge you five bucks per level for three more levels. <laughs> that that's the kind of DLC we just don't need. That, you know, this is the type of people, people, you know, game, these development teams may have been, you know, inspired to try and squeeze this stuff in for the fans and just for the, you know, sake of the consumer before, and now they can try and monetize it. And it's like, yeah, I don't like that direction. We're done, aren't we? I'm sorry. Let's move on. Uh, again, we don't know that any DLC is coming. This is just a fun little story where people were tech, hex editing and that's what they found, so... Uh, Valkyrie Chronicles anime. I really want that to come out here. Um, it's I out in Japan really right now, and they've been posting the episodes on the PlayStation Network, so you can buy it on your PS3 for 400 yen in HD and 300 yen in SD. Considering cool. I haven't beaten the last three missions or something like that, I'd like to see how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> Just beat the last three missions. I kind of got stuck. Well, you can use your skirmishes. Yeah, I don't want to grind in the skirmishes to level up just for that one. It's uh, the one I'm on is uh, the one where you have to you have to really fight what's her face the uh, the other Valkyria the enemy Valkyria and she's got this massive ju- this massive gun that can one shot any one of my characters from a, a thousand paces. Oh, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> that sounds like you're under leveled more than the game is. Uh, it's possible I'm underleveled, but I don't think I'm that underleveled anyways. So. Alright, this is this is my favorite headline off of 1UP for a while. Valhalla Knights comes to Wii is very brown. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Oh, man. My brain just exploded. <laughs> no, no, I wonder, is it brown because of the graphics, or is it brown because it's crap? I think it's, it's brown realistic. because it's Valhalla Knights, but... <laughs> <laughs> what is the story here? Uh, basically, it, yeah, the, there's a Wii version coming. It's called the Hollow Knight's Elder Saga, spelled with an A instead of an E. Eldar Saga, I guess. <laughs> and it'll go on sale this summer in Japan. No formal U.S. release announcement has been made, and if we're lucky, there won't be one. <laughs> um, Actually, there pretty much is one. Um, I'm pretty certain there's going to be one. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> Well, there's nothing written in stone yet, obviously, but uh, the other two have been, and there's a good chance the third one's going to end up here as well. So. You know, there's one good thing about this. They're working on Wi-Fi co-op. Yes, so that way <laughs> you two can, people you can, can be experience the pain annoyed the at the same time. 
<laughs> you can share the pain. That sh- that that can be their slogan right there. Sh- share, uh, the pain. share the pain. <laughs> Mike, you want to play this with me? Mike, <laughs> are you here? <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> he fell off the sh- he fell off the show. <laughs> you scared him away. I scared him away. <laughs> it was that depressing. Uh, if this comes out, the chances are I'm going to have to play it too. I, when did he fall off the call? I don't even know, Michael. Hi. Hi. How long have you been off the call? About fifteen minutes, maybe. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> you didn't message anybody. I thought. I thought you were just offline. Oh no, <laughs> we've, been, we've been going. <laughs> you just fell off somehow. Um, well, we had a great discussion about downloadable content, which we won't reopen. <laughs> and <laughs> we found out that Valhalla Knights is coming to Wii, and it'll be very brown because mm. it's a Valhalla Knights game. But it has Wi-Fi co-op. Do you want to play Valhalla Knights with me, Mike? You will never finish it. <laughs> you actually want to, though. I thought the premise was good and the execution was bad, so if they actually made it decent, it wouldn't be fun. Oh, you're no fun. You're supposed to say no. No! <laughs> well, well, I don't want to play with you because you'll never level it and you'll be like level 5 the whole oh, time. Oh, whatever. So. It's co-op. Isn't that kind of what we were expecting them to do with Valhalla Knights 2 and then they didn't? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know if anybody expected anybody with Valhalla Knights 2 to try to be good. <laughs> and that didn't work, so... Oh. I just noticed part of my statue's chipped. Oh, poor big daddy statue. Go find you can get a big sister now. Yeah, because I want that. <laughs> so stupid. Emotionally right. bankrupt. If what? They're not. A, I mean, emotionally uh, bankrupt. <laughs> creatively bankrupt. You've never heard that. <laughs> sure, but I didn't know how it applied here. All right, so. If say all right, let's let's assume you are emotionally bankrupt and you can't cope with uh, depressing <laughs> scenarios about the end of the world, um, and you're having trouble getting through Fallout Three because it's all brown and depressing, like Valhalla Nights, right? So right. there's a mod now; it adds trees and grass back into the Fallout Three world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seriously? Yes, it's called yes. Green World. <laughs> So if you have the PC version of the game, you can add plants and trees. And if you click the link, it's actually it's a nice looking screenshot. It's, I'm actually considering doing this just because it's less depressing looking. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, uh, that's well, all that is. But hmm? it, it's it's the fun of modding. Yeah. If you don't like something, you bring it in. And uh, people were saying, you know, oh, the, the the nuclear apocalypse was so long ago. Realistically, there would be trees, yada, yada, yada. So yeah, here it is. They justify it. I like that. Well, realistically, <laughs> there'd be only trace radiation left. Realistically, there wouldn't be zombie mutants walking around. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, we haven't had a nuclear fallout yet. We don't know for sure. Right. They could be resilient little... Sad ferret. There's one thing about Fallout. It's not about its realism. (laughs) It's not really what the game's about. Oh, man. Goodness, it looks like uh, Oblivion almost now. (laughs) It looks like a a Baldur's Gate-style game or something. Actually, you know what? It looks like that... It looks like the 1950s uh, 50s planet in uh, Star Ocean 4, actually. Did you click the link to go through to Green World and look at the other screenshots? There's like, they've got like ten screenshots. It's okay, like, yeah, that looks like oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Just 
I like that. All right. Anyway, sorry. Let's move on. Um, all right. So here's the big news this week. That Final Fantasy 13 demo thing, you know, that was coming with Final Fantasy 7 Advent Children Complete or why Square Enix doesn't like the U.S. and releases cool stuff in Japan only. Right. The, the U.S. subtitle of it, I think. Uh, it, that demo came out. So people are playing Final Fantasy 13. Finally. Yay! And the big reveal, Winter 2009. At the end of the demo, they big give you a screen deal. that we says that's We talked about it last out. week. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. Because it wasn't out we last totally week. did, because we discussed about how Winter 2009 was different than your... No, we discussed that earlier this week in IM. <clears throat> no? No, <laughs> we discussed Fine. it here. I hate you. I hate you. Because I haven't. The story came out on the fourteenth. How did we discuss it? That we already knew it was winter two thousand nine because they said it would come out. When? Like a month ago. So the, no, the reveal was from the title screen. No, because they said it would come out in two thousand nine, and then they said well, late two thousand nine. Everybody said, "Well, that must be winter." All right, winter oh nine. So now that we actually have winter oh nine. And we're going to assume that the marketing department of Square Enix does not assume that the normal people knows Square Enix's business calendar, and they're going by the normal calendar. That means somewhere between December 24th and the 31st, then? Sure. That's assuming no delays. No, 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 we're done with delays. No more delays. I think we have to go with that, because we can't just assume that they're marketing to people who know the Square Enix financial calendar. (laughs) I think people in Japan have figured it out by now. What? Yeah. No, I don't think they... No, you don't market on a financial calendar, Mike. That's just stupid. I don't think it'll... I don't know. They did you, say you, this year. They say and then they say winter, and I don't know if that means maybe they... Well, they put the year 2009, and I'm sorry, but January 1st, 2010 is not winter 2009, no matter how you try to slice it. Hey, I agree. I just... I'm not going to put any money on it. I, I think they could release it in January and not really get in any trouble. Yeah, probably. Oh, it's been delayed. Okay, hold on. Someone's clicking on something. Oh, they Bad stopped. people, no click. Yeah, they were playing with something. Like a box or a pen or... I don't know. Big dash. We're probably boring Adrian. <laughs> a or box something. or a pen. Oh. I can't believe I'm so exciting in this podcast. You just don't even notice I'm not here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're still mad about that, huh? Yeah. It's like, why hasn't Michael said anything? Oh, dear. That's why I do those checks, though. You always wonder why I ask. Are you still here? That's why. <laughs> and you're like, no, he's not here. Where'd he's he not go? here. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. There's more intro info. Final Fantasy VII, you know, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete uh, marks the end of the Final Fantasy VII compilation, according to... Um, who said it this time? It's a different person every time. Shinji Hashimoto is the producer. <laughs> So apparently it's done for now. <laughs> Until they remake now. it, yeah. yeah. And uh, Good, no, tired no, no, it. it's not going to be remade. Adrian, tell them why. What? And Michael still it, thinks there's going to oh. be a Final Fantasy VII remake, and I know you don't. They want to make it. There's not going to be a Final Fantasy VII remake. Just give up your hopes on this. They're already closing the compilation. That's one obvious reason. And the other reason is that it just appeared on the Japanese uh, PlayStation Network, the uh, original version of Final Fantasy VII. 
Well, actually, the they do that actually, all the time. Yeah, they Japan always remake. gets it. Yeah. Final Fantasy 1 and 2. It's here that they don't release stuff if they're bringing a, a port over. In Japan, they always release it there. They don't care. It'll sell. I don't think releasing anything on the PSN says, nope, not going to remake it. In fact, I think it says the opposite. Well, I think it says that they want... I think it says that they've been releasing everything for download, and then this was the next in order, actually. Yeah. (laughs) I think we'll see 8 soon somewhere as well. (laughs) But I, I think it's more like, hmm, well... If we release it now, then people will play it, and it will be so far away that if we remake it, we'll still rebuy it. Yeah, and it'll get people who time. never played the first one, because now there are those people. What's the young. next... Yeah, how many years has it been since 11? Or not 11, mm-hmm. but 7? <laughs> I, I ask Nine, that question, eight, too, sometimes. Crisis Core was the 10th anniversary. Okay. So, so maybe in the yeah, 15th. It's been about 11 years now. So it's been a while. Yeah. And I mean, when a game has this much of a fan following, uh, new <laughs> people gamers start are talking from, about it. Yeah, uh, I mean that people, new new players that never played it are bound to go and give it a shot. So I think that'll yeah. account for most of their sales. Yeah. And, uh, Sir Erdrick in the chat room suggests that Final Fantasy, um, what is it, twenty four? Oh, that's no, that's fourteen. <laughs> okay, I thought I was saying Final Fantasy twenty four. I was going to wonder how Jack Bauer was fitting into a Final Fantasy. In the game. Future. <laughs> He was going to be awesome. <laughs> Give him That's a ponytail and a sword. To be. Ponytail. <laughs> Jack Bauer can't have a ponytail. Well, if he's in a Final Fantasy game, he has to have long hair. <laughs> yes, have, no, no, no. He would, he would just have spiky hair. He oh, would, yeah. yeah. He could do like Sid-style hair where it's short. Totally. Yep. <laughs> Gosh. We're terrible. Well, at the very least, regardless of whether they do it or not, um, I think a PS3 version at the very least is not going to happen. Uh, it seems hard. PS4, to it. you heard it here. Adrian announces Final <laughs> Fantasy VII remake for the PS4. <laughs> no, um, I, I think a PSP version is the most oh, likely, considering they no have way. Crisis Cores. They no. have Crisis Cores existing, uh, existing uh, models and even voice acting available. And uh, at the same at the same time, they have that the ending to Crisis Core is basically the uh, PS3, uh, the whole the uh, PS3 uh, tech demo that started this whole rumor over a P- uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, people so, were rumoring uh, about it before that tech demo. <laughs> well, the tech demo is what started the the major rumors saying, yeah. "Oh, it's coming soon. It's, it's going to happen next year." And then the next year, it's, "Oh, it's going to happen next year." And then next year, yeah, and it still hasn't happened. But no, if it's they- going to happen, it'll be on the PSP. I'm sure of that. And then they said, um, I think it was last year, we want to do it, but all the people are busy. And when 13's done, that totally opens the door. <laughs> to the next game, Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> well, unless Square Enix has stopped the, uh, the practice of making multiple games at the same time. Nah. Well, what teams do they have left? I mean, they got their three major teams working on Final Fantasy thirteen. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true. They that's have three the games. <laughs> so it, yeah, actually, after thirteen, Mike is versus versus and, and Ajito, yeah. and about eight thousand Kingdom Hearts games. <laughs> exactly, all coming out simultaneously. I don't know how that's working, and <laughs> I don't know. I'll be about as well as Novella Crystallis. Actually, I don't know when they're coming out, but they, they got a lot of stuff. And then there's that. But was the one they were ha- happening on the back of some large beast Bahamut thing. Oh, uh, Blood of Bahamut. Blood of Bahamut. Yeah. But who's making that? 
Is that a that farmed out? <laughs> Probably. Okay. That's screen X. All right. Oh well, let's keep. Moving. Yeah, we're not talking about the uh, NX teams either. Oh right, I thought they were all the same. Okay. Well, they're they're doing Dragon Quest Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else are they doing right now? Well, Dragon Quest Nine, I thought was mostly done. It was in final QA. Yeah, that should be it mostly should be almost done. done. Yeah. Actually, they're starting they working on Dragon announced... Quest Ten probably too. Yeah. Yeah, they announced ten like for the point. Yeah. For the Wii. It's Wii. like, hey, Dragon Quest Nine is coming out. Oh, and thanks for putting Dragon Quest Hit on the Wii. Ha ha! Uh, and then, and then, finally, I will turn on my Wii and update it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you won't buy That's Christmas what it, took, huh? right. it has been blinking since GDC. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I should update it. And I pick up the Wiimote, and it has no power. And I'm like, oh yeah, I need to buy new battery cells. And I wait another week, and I'm like, oh, I should update it. Wait, you haven't used it in so long your rechargeable batteries died permanently? No, the the whole point was, oh. um, I knew when I would do when I was doing this that if you fast charge them, you will burn out the cells. And I was yeah. like, that's okay, because they're only ten bucks, and if they last me a year, a year and a half, that's good. And I bought them two and a half years ago, so they don't oh. hold the charge anymore. Who'd you get a, who'd you get a fast charger from? Uh, Duracell. Oh, cool. They had fast charging cells and fast charging kit. It was like twenty four bucks for the whole thing. Neat. All right, that's pretty cool. And yeah. totally off topic and boring people. All right, so <laughs> Valkyrie Chronicles sequel. The producer of Valkyrie Chronicles is interested in doing a sequel. Yay! Probably because he Ooh. likes getting paychecks more than anything, etc. Say what? Make it now. Does he have any backing funding, etc., to make it happen? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Good news for gamers, bad news for whoever the hell funds it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You think they could maybe make money after all the praise on the first one? It's possible. You, you never know, so, really. Yeah. How many well, times has Okami been re-released now and nobody will buy it still? So. Well, mm-hmm. it's only been really released once, yeah, right? It's really just on the Wii. Yeah. Well, you know, Okami is a whole nother... Okay. The way they, they finally re-released it it just took too long. Yeah, probably. The hype was done. <laughs> oh, I played it and I loved it. It was awesome on the Wii. I loved it too. I mean, I don't know anything else I can say. I'm just saying. But it was too bright. The colors were too vivid on the Wii. <laughs> it's not right. Not enough brown. Not the proper art not style. Not brown. <laughs> RPGs was not brown. No good. <laughs> no, it's not That's that. It, no, it's 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 a muted watercolor versus a vivid color. Never mind. It's. We it's just a very artistic discussion about the style of artwork types. that games based on. But all right, so here's one that you can get: Vandal Hearts. Um, no, I you're not no. you're not on that. It, no, no, it's fine. I just I was following up. I had heard on some uh, other sites that apparently it's just a remake of the first one. Wait, what? Our story is wrong. No, it's just updated information. Labeled as, quote, the first next-generation installment for the classic tactical RPG series, unquote. Yes, thank you. And it has, a, and that's a press release, right? Yes, thank you, press release, for not mentioning that next-gen is not here yet. Yeah, which I like that, <laughs> by the way. Next-generation. Also on the PS4, all right! Yay! <laughs> Woo! It'll be yeah. on, it's the first game for OnLive, actually. They're if you're announcing you're for OnLive. If you're and PS3 next-gen, you might need to update your resume. Yeah, it, it's time to move on, people. It's, it's current-gen. <laughs> How many years has it been? 
three? I think they've been yeah three. They've been out for three years. Three years. <laughs> time to get over it. Well, them, no, they didn't all come out in the same year though. But all right. Well, well I think the Xbox. The Xbox has been out for four. I think has it been out for four? No, it has been out for it has been out for four because they're still working on their three year warranty. No, no, the first ones are expiring. Oh. No, there, I, yeah, was only, I was yes, only yes, 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 yes. So people who have first gen my warranty Xboxes. when mine died, and that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, well, I don't think you had a, you didn't get it in that first. Yes, I did. There are people with first Xboxes that are not able to get warranty coverage. It was. Because it's I'm pretty sure it was released November, like November 2005, wasn't it? That sounds right. I don't know. Hmm. Somebody wiki it while we work on this story. All right. Yeah, there All you right. go. All right, and in the me- on it. Okay, to wait for Google so you don't have to. Long. Goodness. All right. Look at look, you hear that? It's like bum, 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 bum. Why don't you go get an November IBM model? 2005. Oh, he's see, don't question Adrian. He knows the January fifth. Oh wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so someone backs him up and then he's like, Oh, it's no, wrong. No, I was wrong in January. But I'm Anna, just skimming wait, here. Wait, I, is I Anna still date. here? Anna check. I haven't heard Anna. Yeah, I'm here. Alright, good. We're just making sure the Skype calls okay. I'm just not getting involved in this tobacco. Alright, that's fine. That's the whole point of the podcast. I think that's a safe strategy. Alright, Xbox Live, Arcade, PSN, Flames of Judgment, Vandal Hearts. Look like crap to you guys, too? Because those screenshots are terrible. The whole thing that brought me to Vandal Hearts is not in this downloadable release, so I don't... Well, what brought you to Vandal Hearts, Michael? The blood? Over the abundance blood. of killing things with blood gushing everywhere. Yeah, that, really that what... was like the big thing. It, oh, was, really? it was like as soon as you killed something, it, it like gushed this waterfall right. of blood. Let, let me put it to you this way. Have you ever been watching Cartoon Network and thought, these shows are so stupid, I wish I could kill these people? No. <laughs> I'm glad you did, because now you can, now you can do just that. Because that's what these characters look like. They look like a bunch of Cartoon Network rejects. And, and they walk around and you can Cartoon kill them. Network? By the way, it was uh, it was November 2005. Yes, yes, we we know. Kira already confirmed it. Now oh. you know what the, you know what this <laughs> looks like. It looks like they walked up to some kid in middle school and they're like, you know that notebook where you doodle it characters for like, your video game? Yeah, it looks <laughs> like we're some, gonna some, use that. It looks like a college project or something. <laughs> it's terrible. I, it looks awful, and it's a remake now. That do- I don't know that that makes sense, Mike. That's just what I was hearing. I have yet to find an actual source that says that. Just what well, I- they they already announced the name- main character is Tobias Martin. Is that the main character in the first game? Oh, it was I mean, so that, long should, that should settle it rather quickly. <laughs> What's the name of the game's first main character? <laughs> uh, dude. No, I'm not asking. Okay, whatever. Okay, you're not asking me because no, I was like, I don't actually oh. care. I'm it's not. That's... It's Ash Lambert. Ash Lambert. Maybe they retranslated God, it not to suck. <laughs> Ash Lambert. <laughs> I'm Ash Lambert. <laughs> yeah, if Ash, they renamed Ash. him, I would be okay with that. I could understand that. <laughs> it's like Ash Ketchum. Yeah, it's still better than Ash Ketchum. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like Ash Ketchum more. <laughs> At least his Ash name Ketchum makes sense. All, <laughs> all right. You know, we talked about Final Fantasy 13 demo earlier. Gamevideos.com has, like, an entire filming of the entire demo. So you could just go watch it and not understand the Japanese. Or you can go over to some, I think uh, they have, somewhere on their site, their Ustream video where they actually played through it live with some level of translation, too. So lots of ways to try and experience that demo now if you are too impatient to wait, since I don't think it'll ever come out here. 
anytime soon. No, not soon. 2010. What? Oh, no, no, I don't mean the game. I meant the demo. I know the game. Oh, we were discussing that. Yeah, we were. So here's the thing. Where did you hear this? That the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children complete release in the U.S. will not have the demo. I didn't. And I won't say yes or no. They won't. Okay, I thought you but, told me you found a story that said no, that. No, 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 no. We didn't find a story. We, we, we found a story that said it did, but we couldn't find anything that I can confirm the source, so we laughed at it and made fun of it for, like, about 20 minutes. That's what we do in RP Gamer, by the way. We just find stories and laugh at them and make fun of them. Well, when someone blogs something, they're like, well, what's your source? And they're like, dude, it's just going to be this way? No, I'm sorry. You're going to be laughed at. And you should be laughed at publicly, but we don't, we're not quite that mean, so... All right, fair enough. <laughs> but um, yeah, for the most part, we were deducing why it's not going to be here. First of all, uh, Microsoft would have a hissy fit because they paid good money to put it on the 360. They're not going to just let Sony have an exclusive demo. Second of all, you're not going to have a demo that soon after the Japanese release because of localization, and you're also not going to have it that far from the North American release because you don't release a demo that far away. It's going to be this holiday. It's going to sell a game that nobody really wants. And that's what they do with it. Mm-hmm. And then someone countered says, well, they could download it on the 360. And I'm like, it's a 5 gig demo. You're not going to download it on the 360. <laughs> maybe, they'll release a, uh, maybe they'll release an Xbox and a PlayStation demo disc attached to Final, uh, Dragon Quest Nine. <laughs> no, I said a game they don't want. Everybody's going to want Wait, did you, did you tell them why? Why what? Why why there won't be a demo? That was the reasons why we're not having a demo. I don't know what you said. I wasn't listening. So like the fact that they <laughs> haven't started working on the 360 version yet. Why does it? Oh, so I'm here. Yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. so that was the other thing. Okay. Is Crystal Tools doesn't have any 360 content in it yet because they're not starting until the release. So they yeah. So there's no 360 demo to release, and they're not just going to release a PS3 demo on its own when they've got publishing agreements with both because you'd really That's piss off I Microsoft. Said. All right. See, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't listen. So, um, why were you not listening to me? Because I was busy trying to figure out if I was getting fished. This is ob- this is why I, I had my the, email. I'm closing I, I my email program now. It's been distracting me. They don't like me. They, they don't listen to me. No, that's my. Yeah, but that was my point, and you stole it from me. I felt so what? smart when I figured that out, <laughs> and you're like, "Ooh, that's a good point." And like, you don't. You never say that to stuff I say. You're like, "Shut up, Chris." That's yeah, that is true. It's usually <laughs> how it goes. mentioned the the Microsoft would be mad. And I was like, oh yeah, that that's a good point. And then we we kept going with other points. Yeah, that's okay. No, okay. I give Chris his kudos because he actually thought of something. Yeah, I know. I'm sure it'll be <laughs> torn apart in the forums. <laughs> uh, I like kudos. They're good bars. All right. Mm. Yummy. I'm hungry now. Oh, let's let's wrap this up so I can get some food. All right, so. We're going to try this, <clears throat> and I'm excited. I've been preparing. Is one of the things oh, that's no. distracting me. Um, You're going to get a clock? Yeah. I've been, oh, getting no. a, I've been getting a timer <laughs> set up, and I've been using my iPhone, and I have it in airport mode, so nobody be scared that you're going to hear lots of weird noises. But, um, And uh, it should be a good sound that plays when we're done, so I won't spoil it, and hopefully you'll be able to hear it. I don't know how loud it'll be. All right, so let's uh, let's start with our first topic. Let's find one of these that's good. Um, and there's a lot of people. Thank you, people, for submitting, and we'll try and credit you with your questions. I won't be able to get to them all because otherwise we'll be here for like another hour, and I don't think and we have a clock. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's start off. 
one where we can bitch about Square Enix because we always like to do that. So Underdog asks, um, will Square Enix get off its lazy behind and give us the games we really want in the States? Itadaki Street re-releases the first three Dragon Quests and updated graphics slash storyline Final Fantasy VII and Seiken Densetsu Three. What's it? Okay, the only Street. one up there. <laughs> Michael can tell you about Itadaki Street. Yeah, first of all, Itadaki Street should be released, and I don't need, everybody swore that the Mario one was going to be the one that broke through, and it didn't. So up with that, we have every Dragon Quest. I don't know what you're whining about. Six is the last one, and it's coming. So, all right. Well, he wants re-releases. He wants a remake of the first three. No. There was done. a remake. Okay, they they were remade for the Super Nintendo era, and you're done with it. Don't they were, mm-hmm. Well, how do you get them? Well, you had the Japan. Game Boy Color, mostly. In Japan. But, no, the point was getting it here, guys. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you, here. you had Dragon Quest th- three on the Game Boy Color. Well, so, and what about 1 and 2, then? 1 and 2 came out as a package, 1 and 2, on, on the, the Game, Game Boy, Boy Color. Color. And it was a remake. Okay. Yeah, those were the... Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That was yeah. around the time that those Monsters games were coming out, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. It was the it was the uh, rebirth of Dragon Quest, basically. The rebirth of the series that never died. I ended up it getting laid. Die. Die. We, it died. Wait, for wait, wait, Anna, did you just say you ended up getting laid because of that? <laughs> what? Uh, I don't understand. Anyway, hey, this Dragon is killing Quest. time. No, <laughs> no, no. What? 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 <laughs> you have to explain that. <laughs> There goes our four I was minutes. at a New Year's party with a bunch of friends, and it was boring, so I was playing Dragon Quest 1 and 2 on the Game Boy Color, and this guy came over and was like, hey, you like RPGs? And we ended up spending like the whole time talking and got laid. <laughs> okay. Thou hast Break reached the out. next level, apparently. <laughs> so apparently most people desperately need a re-release of this game. So they can I don't think Anna needs any more release from this game. She's got the right here. Dragon Quest will get you laid. Alright, Itadaki Street. So you know what Itadaki Street is? A terrible board game based with RPG characters, like Not every other board game. board game. It's a great board game. Oh, it's better great. than any of the board games we have. So it's like Mario Party and Dokapan Kingdom, but doesn't suck, says Michael. No, it's like Monopoly with a stock market. Oh yeah, that makes it sound great. <laughs> it's great because instead of okay, okay, you get Park Place and Boardwalk. What am I supposed to do besides not land on it? Uh-huh. No, I can invest in those properties, and then when you update them to hotels and stuff, I'm making a lot of money, and then I can take my stock and screw you with it. It's great. You actually get to influence the other people. Uh, I guess. Uh, you so, don't just sit there and go, well, he got the thing. We'll just wait until I hit it and run out of money. So and let's hit the actual point of the question here. Why won't Square Enix give us everything they give Japan? Because, because they, they don't, don't think, think it'll sell. sell. It takes money. <laughs> don't just localize for free. Like, just 10 really vocal fans are not the same as 100 people that are willing to buy the game. Yeah, but what and is there Square, coming out so, now by Square Enix that they really don't think will sell here? How much does it cost them to post Final it. Fantasy VII on the PSN? Really, localization. Well, that's there, no, it's already localized. You just gotta you you uh, you email the file to Sony, and they say, okay, <laughs> it's up. <laughs> well, likely they are having issues because uh, they didn't translate it. Okay, Sony. Well, we know they didn't translate. Anybody who played the game could tell you they didn't really translate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I mean they they didn't do the translation for seven. I thought. Square- and you think they only licensed the translation? They didn't actually buy it. I don't know what the stipulation is, Weird. but I do think that that's an issue. Who translated it? Sony. Oh, 
Yeah, so that would be really hard to get Sony to post it on their store. I know. I don't know why Sony hasn't, but you're like, why didn't Square Enix do it? Well, I'm not sure it's 100% Square Enix's call here because they own the IP, but Sony owns the localization. So who actually should have no trouble with that? I don't know. Stupid Sony. Square didn't have their uh, whole team here then. They were still going through Sony to have everything done. So who knows what happens with that? Maybe that's part of the. Oh, that's our timer. That was it. We got one question. Oh, no, it's not how many questions to do in four <laughs> minutes. It's oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought we were screwed. I'm like, this is going to take forever. You like that? You like that timer? I think that's a good timer for us. I barely heard it. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> need to make it louder. That's is better. that loud enough? That's perfect. Yeah, it won't be that loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working off an iPhone here. I don't have much. I all, the next audio question. setup is restrictive. All right, next topic. Um, nah, let's see. Uh, Atlas. Next topic. Um, nah, not that one. <laughs> all right. Oh, I like this one. This this helps me. All right, hipster Kezzy or Hiffy Kezzy. I'm calling him hipster Kezzy because I can't pronounce his name. The the bet about Michael getting the DSI. I'm hazy on the details here. Is the bet deadline passed yet? And it wasn't one of those wussy gentlemen's bets, right? There were some stakes, weren't there? A regular man's man bet. Hopefully, some we can hear the embarrassing payout of in the podcast. Hipster Kezzy, I'm sorry, but it was a wussy gentleman's bet. <laughs> even a bet i wasn't accepting it because i'm not getting one i i'm i'm asserting he will get one we've still got a couple weeks we got like till oh. the end of april and uh and then we'll see what happens i already told people at the baseball game yesterday like well you know we were talking oh. about the dsi and can it download from the the mariners thing and i'm like i don't know like are you gonna get a dsi and i'm like oh probably someday but not now yep and they're like, why? And I says, well, Chris has got this little bet thing. <laughs> He's doing it on purpose now. I yeah, no, definitely, I'm not getting it. Until. All right, next question. Um, let's see. Even four minutes. Yeah, well, we don't, <laughs> if we're done, we don't need to wait. But this timer, ah, I need a timer that when I end the timer, it makes the noise as well. All right, whatever. Um, let's see. Do you think we will see a DSi virtual console for old handheld games? Uh, yeah, so why not? Yeah, absolutely. Alright, yes, alright. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> this all is right. why I thought it was four minutes. I thought Yeah, I know, I know. Some of these are short. Has Microsoft won this console generation by now, or could Nintendo still claim what? to be the victor? Nintendo is the victor. Generation. In, in what universe <laughs> does the 360 stand as the top sell? Oh, God. Okay, yes, no. there we go. I think the thinking end. here is that they have the uh, best selection of games for, like, actual people who do like they? the game. The better well, than the Nintendo's. RPG, for the RP gamer, yes, they do. Exactly. For any gamer. gamer. Yes, yes. <laughs> Unless you count the DS, in which case the DS is one uh, the wide, DS has some, wide margin. Yeah, I don't know. have any competition, though. I, the DS doesn't have oh. as good of RPG experience, I don't think. I mean, you've, oh, got, I, you've got some good games, like The World Ends With You and the stuff that Anna likes, but, I mean... There's... <laughs> Sorry, Anna. Is she here? She's not participating. All right. Thank you. I, she's supposed to cry. I was like, where was it? All right. But you, you need that console experience sometimes. Sometimes that surround sound, you need that for an RPG. I suppose. For you. Well, the one thing I can say, <laughs> Apparently just and I, I love saying it because it pisses off a lot of people on their forums who are total Sony bots, Sony is lost. 
they they have lost big time. <laughs> They've pretty much yeah. At this well, point. I don't think. I think every generation, you're just gonna, as far as RPGs are concerned, you're just gonna see somebody come out on top. And it was Sony for the last two, but you know, sometimes well, you gotta give up the spot. The way the way I see it, you know, Nintendo, Microsoft, both have a fair number of decent RPGs on their systems, but Sony's got nothing. They they have Squad. They've got Valkyria Chronicles and Disgaea Three. That's what they have. Right. So um, they have Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Valkyrie Chronicles, exactly. Valkyrie Chronicles, Eternal Sonata, and Tales of Asperia. Oh, yes, that's uh, but like I, I actually posted this on a forum superior versions earlier. of both. Yeah. If uh, if if you want the PS3 slogan to be "Wait a year and you get to play too," then that's well and good. <laughs> but you get to play another character. <laughs> big, hey, big they deal. also had. Didn't they also get Fallout? Yeah. Yes, they got Fallout. Fair enough. In the worst the version big, of Fallout. Yeah, it's one that's apparently broken from what I've heard. Kind of How does their version of Oblivion? Their version of Oblivion actually works better than the 360 one, right? Yeah, but I don't know. If you're but playing Oblivion, Oblivion, I didn't like Oblivion, so right. that doesn't really matter to me. If you're playing Oblivion and you're not playing it on the PC, you're playing about ten percent of the game everybody else got. Same with Fallout, really. Mm-hmm. You don't get trees. <laughs> yeah, you don't get the trees. <laughs> that's extra DLC, man. You have to deal with the browns and the grays. And the... So yeah, Nintendo won this console, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. They, they, I think you know sales. What? You know what? If you if you consider it like this, Nintendo, even the Wii, isn't really in direct competition with either the, the Xbox or the PlayStation Three. It's kind of off on its in a world of its own. Nintendo's actually in a really good position because they don't have any competition. The DSi is off on its own. The Wii is off on its own. They're they're in their own little market. Here's here's the, here's the issue with this console generation war argument, though. Third party is not doing that well on the Wii, and you would True. think that the winning console would have good ser- third party stuff going on as well. This is How why many? I don't agree with someone won because, yeah, you know Nintendo has the con- the casual market, and you know the 360 and PS3 get the hardcore. But for the th- third party support, I mean, yeah, you're right. The PS3 and the 360 both get equal support from yeah. Well, Third there are parties. exclusives actually, but there there well, are, but the exclusives it's not... are disappearing really quickly. Like yeah. a, a lot of the Xbox 360 exclu- games that were exclusive have been ported over to the PS3. Granted, a year later, like I mentioned, but uh, it it does happen, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me to start seeing some of the uh, the more rare PS3 exclusives start coming over to the 360 as well in the in the future. Oh, all right. So I guess we'll, there won't be a good settled argument about that. You won't get it in a podcast. Anyway. Yeah, you won't get it in four minutes. See, because right what's going to happen is at E3, everybody's going to say they won anyway. Mm-hmm. So, all right, you, there there never is a, a you know a set on this. I love this sound. All right, um, that's, what I, that, that's my favorite part of this segment. Really, isn't the questions? It's the, the sound effect. All right. Um, uh, uh, okay. Master Chief asks, with Japan's transition to a mostly handheld market, will the release of RPGs from Japanese developers on the current consoles remain a slow trickle? Why or why not? Feels like an SAT question. Um, or not SAT, but... We're having a slow trickle? It's that one. Oh, there it is. With Japan's transition to a mostly handheld market, will the release of RPGs from Japanese developers on the current consoles remain a slow trickle? 
So he is yes. one. I realize First of all, is it already a slow trickle? Do we yes. agree with that? I don't think that has anything to do with them focusing on the handheld market. That, had, that just has to do with the development time. Um, it's increased dr- dramatically. It takes a lot more effort and a lot more time to develop an RPG on the new generation of consoles than it did for the PlayStation 2. And I mean, we saw this drop at first with the PlayStation. It wasn't as dramatic as the drop we see now. But I mean, for the first, like, what, two years that the PlayStation was out, we really saw a trickle while we saw tons and tons and tons (laughs) of Game Boy and Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance RPGs. Well, I think that, you know, if you can take a look and you consider what, what makes JRPGs k- kind of, you, what their stamp is, you know, it's, it's the, the, the gorgeous graphics and the really intricate cutscenes and the, and the super elaborate story and lots of content. Uh, as you go from generation to generation, from the PS1 to 2, 3, and 360 and whatnot, those are the areas that, that are getting harder to develop for, that are taking a lot more oomph and a lot more manpower and a lot more development dollars to get done. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's that they're not working on any. It's just that, I mean, I agree. I think it's, it's just a matter well, of development. Well, there time. must not be I, as many people working on it. All right, so unless you just quadrupled the amount of game developers out there, there have to be some people who are focusing on a console instead, or on a handheld instead of a console. I agree, but I mean, I also think this is, ultimately it boils down to, to the developers, it doesn't matter if the system is a handheld or a console, it matters how many people own that system. Which makes the DS pretty tempting, then. Which well, makes the DS super tempting, because... There's, there's more to it than that, even, because it's, it's not just number number of people who have the console or the system, it's how how cost-effective developing for that system is. I mean, if it's going to cost them a small fortune and take them uh, several years to develop a game for the Xbox 360, whereas they can bang out a game with the same sort of premise for, say, the Wii in half the time with half the manpower... And no one will buy uh, it. it well, it, that's yeah, I think it Wii's a bad example for console RPGs. Well, say, okay, save the PlayStation Portable then. All right. You can put the same thing on the PlayStation Portable. Yeah, no one will buy that either. And... <laughs> Unless it's but, Monster Hunter. Okay, then say the DS then. Whatever. Say the DS then. Everyone will buy the DS game. But see, when you when you take into consideration the time it takes to make the game, how much it costs to make the game, this it, it's just not feasible for a lot of these smaller developers to make games for these uh, higher-end consoles. It just it takes too much manpower and too much time, and for most of these niche developers, they can't expect to make the money they invest back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of major developers that have gotten dinged on, on massive releases uh, lately, so I think that they're starting to get a lot more wary of that, and they're not willing to drop, you know... Sixty million dollars <laughs> for for something that might sell two hundred thousand copies. Hmm. That's that's just uh, days of the past, man. I guess. Da, 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 I, I'm da, just waiting. Da, da. It's like oh, yeah. it's like you couldn't have just stretched your statement out for like ten more know. seconds. Hasn't, hasn't the movie industry sort of gone through this same evolution though? Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 no, Anna, you can finish that point before we move on. What, what were you going to say? I feel like the movie industry has sort of gone through a similar evolution where people are realizing that just throwing money at the problem is not the solution. Mm-hmm. Well, I okay, don't know that the movie industry has really learned that. 
There's lots of movies that have spent a whole ton of money and flopped, and movies that have spent extremely little money and been freaking amazing. And yet, but it keeps uh, happening, right? Take a look at the Oscar, the uh, Oscar winner for Best Picture this year, Slumdog Millionaire. That was originally scheduled as a uh, DVD release, straight to DVD release. It had a very tiny budget and ended up. because yeah, the Oscar success, winners, so. what everybody there, cares project, about. There, which project? Clerks too. There's lots of stuff that's yeah. very, I'd almost call it indie, and yeah. has yeah. had very good success. Conversely, the new Wolverine movie looks like real sad ferret. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that would be good. Depressed ferret, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so was I. Oh, oh right. Sad ferret. <laughs> oh, it's sad ferret. Okay. All right. Was... <laughs> All right. Moving on. Um, let's see. Uh, On <laughs> Beardly asked what happened to Sony being the le- leader in console RPGs. I think we probably touched too much on that. Uh, no, we had four minutes. That's not too much. <laughs> um, ooh, ooh, I like this one. Kaldaris asks, would episodic RPGs work for either console and or PC gaming platforms? Um, uh, on the range like be B- Oh, no, you got to say say the full name. You know it? Penny Arcade presents Penny Arcade Adventures on the Rain Slick Precipice of Darkness Darkness. Episode Episode 1 Episode 2 There you go Episode 3 coming out (laughs) By the end of this year? I mean that's the easy answer is to say look they're doing it but they're the only ones doing it well, and I, I, I what are the sales like on that? You know? game for cool and attractive people. The thing That's is, not an is RPG. That it's not an RPG. Yeah, Strong Bad is an R- Strong Bad is an adventure game. Yes, I know, but I mean, episodic content has not really broken through as a viable uh, means of distributing a game. I mean, five years ago, if you had said to somebody, I'm going to give you a game free to download and you could just pay two bucks for an extra haircut, you would have said, well, that's retarded. Why don't you just make it subscription? And now we have MMO games. Now we have, <laughs> you know, 350 cataloged free-to-play MMO RPGs. Wait, wait. Cataloged? Where yeah, are they cataloged? There's, like, there's actually a couple of websites now that catalog them. Ooh. I'm sorry well, for them. All right. I use I them to there's... check out the games for work and I see what's good and bad. And... All right. All right. <laughs> so what were you saying, Kiro? Well, I just think that there there are um, things about episodic content that, that people still need to figure out how to do. Uh, for example, every time you when release an episodic game, it has... Price. Well, no, not only that, but you have to consider that this could... I mean, every episode could be somebody's first episode. So you have to walk... The, like, you have to start... Um, you know, teaching everyone how to play the game at the beginning. You of know, I understand that with TV, always assuming someone's tuning in for the first time because it's what's on right now. But do you really have to make that assumption with a game when well, you, I mean, you're going you look- and you're downloading in a store and it's like, here's episode one? Why would you start reading a book from the middle? Well, I mean, the, these things have to stand on their own, and that's the biggest challenge with episodic content. No, 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 I no. don't think they need to stand on their own. I think the decision needs to be made at the beginning. Whether if you have an episodic game, they are going to be um, self-containing, or if they are actually going to be a continuing storyline. Because you have these sort of series and books, um, 
it's the simplest parallel I can think of. If you read Pierce Anthony's series uh, about the incarnations of immortality, you have seven books, actually eight at this point, I forgot about the last one, that stand apart. You could pick up any one of those books and read them in its entirety and enjoy it just for what it is. That's... But that's a decision call. That isn't something that's required. You can do it one way or the other, but you have to pick. You can't have it both ways. Right. I just think it's more... Like, if you look at the Sam and Max games, for example, any one of those games could be your first game. They all teach you how to play the game. Uh, there is an overarching thread going through all of them, but at the same time, they each have a you know very, very uh, consolidated storylines that you can follow, and I think that's the model that's that most people are I think that's because of the audience that it's shooting for, though. Like, the Sam and Max games are very casual games. You pick it up, it's any, it's cool. I might buy the first one, I might buy the third one. Maybe I won't buy the second one because that part of the story isn't as interesting to me. But an RPG is a lot different from the sort of pick up and go games. I think it could be I think it could become a pick up and go game. I think that would be the model that would make uh, episodic RPGs viable. Because well, if you make something extremely hard several times. I mean not only in downloadable content but in actual in actual Video games. I mean, the dot hack series is the most obvious uh, version of this. Uh, the four dot original four dot hack hack oh. games. And now the, they oh. blew that because of the price point, though. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Charging full price for that might have been a mistake. But the uh, I I find the uh, GU games were a fairly decent deal because you got a solid thirty hours of gameplay out of each. Yeah, G GU is better than the original. So real dot hack definitely. I don't know. That was successful, wasn't it? It well, it has been successful. It's uh, mm-hmm. spawned a, a lot of different spinoffs and things. It's it's managed to spawn two full game series, uh, three full animes. I don't know why mangas. I didn't think of it as an episodic game. That's what it is. And not only that, yeah, it was like at an almost full it, price it, point. It's, it's gone. It's going farther than that too, because there are there have been several major uh, releases recently that have been announced as trilogies, RPGs even, and they've been talking about them having uh, carrying it over. Um, Two, so, the two that really stand out. Would you out consider in the, uh, a trilogy the same as an episodic? I don't know that I would, because I mean, that's that's well, like it, a it, movie trilogy. That's not like TV episodes. Well, the trilogies can be considered episodic in their own right. I mean, when yeah, you consider but a trilogy it, has a storyline that continues. When I each mean, one's would, sixty would not, hours, that's not really. Would, an would you episode. not consider the star, like take Star Wars for example? Would you would you not consider? I know that he called them episodes. System? I know he I know he referred to them as episodes one through six. But I mean, it's really movie one through six. I don't know. It's it's not. So I think I guess it, when I think question, of episodic gaming, I think of something that you you consume on a on a weekend afternoon or two weekend afternoons, and then you wait right. you know, a month later or something like that, and you get another one. So maybe that can be the question that we pose to the readers. Okay. What is the difference between episodic content and just a trilogy or a series? Hmm. And uh, yeah, talk about that for next week. <laughs> I like this segment. One up has cool. a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> What's one I up? I like stealing it. Yeah, I don't know who who they are. Yeah, they're like mm-hmm. Cat Fancy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I stole it from Cat Fancy. <laughs> Next question. Cat Fancy. <laughs> uh, I think uh, should should we wrap up with that? Or do you guys want another one? No, one I think that's good. Wait, okay. what? One more. Okay, I got two votes for another one. All right, one more. Um, okay. Underdog asks, with remakes of old games and little innovation coming out in newer RPGs, is the the classic games from the early 90s always have to look forward to as the future of RPGs, or is this just to keep us excited while we wait for the next huge innovation? Basically, mm-hmm. what's the next huge innovation in RPGs? 
Are we having right. one soon? What's the mm. what's the need for innovation for innovation? Well, because sake, it, it seems like you know we haven't had much innovation since like Final Fantasy X. Because they got it right. I think the problem is is that they got people use like for that. innovation, and they really need to use creativity. Okay. Well, I I don't know if I'd say ten. I mean, twelve was very different from yeah, pretty much any other RPG. But it wasn't very different from eleven. Fair right. Okay, so it was an innovation, but it was a creative reworking. Well, well, I mean, I, all I'd of these things. The Gambit are just system was re-imagined. a great innovation. The Gambit system in twelve was a great innovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you the Gambit system. Is pretty cool. It's just so tough because a lot of the stuff that we've seen, it's sort of like an evolution. So mm-hmm. you know, it's sort of like this is the logical step up from the what you might call it thingamajigger from ten. See, I think we're going to get these games that experiment and try to evolve on concepts, and you're going to see them here and there, and Final Fantasy XII is definitely one of them, but I don't think they're the norm yet. And it still seems like a traditional Japanese RPG that comes out is either like a PlayStation RPG, when you you something that feels like Adelaide Iris as far as its traditionalness, or it's going to be like a, you know, yet another copy of Final Fantasy X, see Lost Odyssey. Uh, When are we going to really up the model towards, you know, what's the next is well, 13 going to be the next the thing, thing to the revise thing about, everything? The thing about innovation, the thing about innovation is that when it happens, it's it's innovative, but then people copy it, and it's not innovative anymore. I'm just saying, that, isn't that, it time for a new one? Works. Well, I mean, every time they, they try to do a new thing, you know, like, look at TLR. It was completely different from yeah, most true. of the things that came out, and it got... Boo, you know, it got booed because Square Enix fans were like, what the hell is Square doing? What is this? This is strange. This is weird. I thought it was booed you know, because th- it was... This is what I find well, ironic, I actually, like is that a lot, of pe- a lot of people bash Square Enix for being not, uh, dishing out nothing but remakes. But you know what? They're, the, they're like the only company these days that's really innovating at all in RPGs. Them and Atlas are about the only people who are trying anything different. And Bioware... I, I, Okay, Bioware. Yes, Bioware is good. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm, I'm wait, 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 wait. No, no, right you don't get about... away with Bioware. No, because uh, Dragon Age is Baldur's Gate three. All right, that's not innovation. That's just you know, it looks prettier now. It's Mass Effect. But Mass Effect. Oh, We're talking about Mass Effect. Whoa. All right, Mass Effect. Dragon all right, all right. So right. <laughs> <laughs> we got fine, you on that one. <laughs> well, I mean, Dragon Age. They're they're trying to do different things with story and character interaction and all that stuff. And, all right. You know. yeah, yeah. So okay. But uh, we're, ta- if we're talking. Since we're talking about Japanese RPGs, yeah. For the most Square part. Enix and Atlas are the only ones I see doing anything really different. And half of Atlas games are just, you know, first-person games that seem like they were on the NES. But Well, with Atlas, it's mostly the, uh, the SMT series that's doing things differently. Well, and trying I don't know if I'd call Persona 4 really innovation. Well, Persona 4 was a cheap cash in, let's yeah. face it, but it was a really good cheap cash in. Yes. <laughs> but uh, if you look at things like, uh, say, the upcoming Devil Survivor, that looks quite interesting as well. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on there. Hmm. All the all the ones that weren't Persona haven't really shined in my eyes. So Adrian Odyssey. No, no, no. Of the of the Shin Megami Tensei. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I think oh. my problem is is that they're always like ridiculously hard. <laughs> that is true. That is something that they're. It's always going to limit their fan base. You guys getting the, Dark Spire this week? It's the challenge. No. 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 Okay. No. Is it not looking good? I think I it think, just uh, doesn't stir my doesn't, interest. I, I think Jimison is picking. Uh, Jimison has a copy for uh, review purposes. I think right now, and he's playing it for our site. All right. I, I haven't finished Etronodicy two. Do I? Uh, That's a good point. Etronodicy three. <laughs> well, and then on top of that, we have a. Uh, oh hi, 
Yes, timer. Thank you. Um, on top of that, what's that other one coming? Black Sigil? Isn't that like also? Yeah, Black Sigil is one I'm actually going to probably... Isn't it the same thing? That's not Atlas at all. It's some random developer. Which is why I'm worried about it. I mean, because it's going to do the same sort of thing. I wonder where Bordius works for them. Oh, wait, no, no. Black Sigil's one like Chrono Trigger, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one that's coming out of the developer. I think it's from somewhere in northern Canada or eastern Canada. They're in like Montreal, I think. Yeah, I like their screenshots. Because he was complaining in the role playing section that he doesn't speak any French. Yes. That was funny. (laughs) When's that come out? Let's see. May 12th. Uh, May, I think. Yeah, I think it got May or June now. So so there's the answer to your question, Underdog. May 12th. Um, No, I don't. That's not really innovative, is it? <laughs> uh, I- innovation happens in steps, and it happens suddenly. There's there's always going to be some innovation, but it's never going to be the norm. It, no, I think the way yeah, it's always been. I think you're right, it's and I think we've shown been. that there have been some games that have innovated, and they're just that we're still trying to. It seems like the industry is pushing and prodding and trying to see what's going to hold, and we haven't found something that's really going to hold yet. No. Uh, no. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it'll come as things mature, you know. Yeah. Well, most of the innovation has been in sort of gimmicks, but actually, I'd say Mass Effect is the best example of stuff that is holding because there have been a number of clones of the Mass Effect dialogue system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the, even the Mass Effect dialogue system isn't that new. I mean, they still had split branches. They just kind of like, well, we did it in this format, and now people are copying this format. Well, I think it's just uh, going to be think, better iterations of the same things, and I don't think that's actually, a bad if we wanna, thing. If we want to talk about the big innovation, let's talk. We could talk about World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft has spawned so many clones; yeah. it's just ridiculous. I mean, and it keeps bringing in new stuff. It's it's insane. I you know I played three point one and it blew me away. I, I really wasn't expecting I, that. Yeah, I think you know we've been seeing people pushing the envelope on RPGs, trying to find something new. Who's pushing the envelope on MMOs? Well, I think Bioware is actually. I think uh, I think um, oh, the, the old, old public, the older public, yes. could be the game that does it. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm really looking. at. I mean, everybody's like, "Oh, Aeon," and I'm like, "Yeah, Aeon is wow with flying." So let's let's it's go like for innovation. Flip. You got to look at Bioware. <laughs> yeah, it's wow with flying. <laughs> that's kind of makes it sound like a completely different style of MMO from World of Warcraft. Michael still doesn't so. have his flying mount, so that's why he doesn't think of WoW as having flying. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying where you fly as a character instead of needing a mount. Oh, so right. Second Life. You just press the oh, uh, because, because it plays like WoW, and then you get to jump in the air and mine stuff in the sky. That's a little different than all right, Second all right. Life. Well, we're way over on this topic. Um, that was a good discussion. Good Thank you, everybody. Those are great questions. We're going to have to do this again. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, that's call our show. Call it something else. Um, what do we got to call it? Three and a half minute warning? Egg timer. Egg. Countdown to fanfare. I don't know. Egg timer. I like egg timer. A, we'll you like egg timer? RPG okay. thing. <laughs> what? We get an RPG thing to some sort of right, like, the, help us name the timer. Enrage timer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just to piss off everybody who hates WoW. <laughs> well, Enrage timers are generic for just about every single MMO. Come on, not yeah. touch oh, as well. Rage timer is too. So. Uh, Nerd rage timer. Nerd rage timer. <laughs> <laughs> I said limit break. Limit break would be good. Or yeah, when we're done, we all explode. Boom. <laughs> limit break. Hmm. All right, all right. Just suggest it in the forums and answer the question that Anna suggested. People answer, which was um, about episodic gaming. What's your thoughts on it? 
how's it compared to series. Um, also, please review us on iTunes. That really helps us out. Go check us on the iTunes Music Source. Search for RPG Cast. You can also... I wish you could subscribe to us on the Zune Marketplace, but I can never get our thing to show up there. So if you have the Zune Marketplace software, submit our podcast. Um, please. Because I can't get it to go. <laughs> um, and uh, let's see. Please also comment on the boards, board.rpgamer.com. Soon to be upgraded to something not quite as crappy and hackable. Um, more details on that soon, hopefully. Uh, and We have the same details we have from the thread, which is we're going to something new. Yes. <laughs> but so hopefully soon we'll have details as to when. But, um, ah, okay. But, yeah. Oh, you want that detail? detail. That oh, detail. okay, fine. Slight detail. <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to Ed Walker for helping produce this. Thanks to my wonderful tube amplifier making me sound like a cool radio DJ on 105 Light, the classical channel. And um, <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> thanks to my printy for sitting on my microphone. Thanks to my Bioshock Big Daddy for being mean and menacing and reminding me of how I still need to play Bioshock. And never will. <laughs> Thank you to watching. And thanks to the live chat room people. Thank you for, for listening to us live. If you'd like to join us live, just come to rpgamer.com slash live every Saturday morning around 11 a.m. is when we start. And uh, except this week. Eastern. <laughs> 11 a.m. Central, 12 p.m. Eastern. Sorry. Oh. Um, 9 a.m. Pacific. And Woo. I don't know what it would be in Japan. That's it. That's RPG Cast. We'll see you guys next week. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Look behind you, a three-headed monkey. Yes, thanks for taking so long. I missed the jazz. Like a chip off. <laughs>